of all that is holy. Would you look at Karen Smith's gym clothes? Of course, all the plastics from the same gym class. Where are the plastics? They're teen royalty. If North Shore was Us Weekly, they would always be on the cover. That one there, that's Karen Smith. She is one of the dumbest girls you will ever meet. Damien sat next to her in English last year. She asked me how to spell orange. <laughs> that little one? It's Gretchen Wieners. She's totally rich because her dad invented toaster strudel. Gretchen Wieners knows everybody's business. She knows everything about everyone. That's why her hair is so big. It's secret. Um, what's happening? An evil takes a human form in Regina George. No, I'm cool because she makes you like your typical selfish, backstabbing, slut-faced hoe bag. But in reality, she is so much more than that. She's the queen bee, the star. Those other two are just her little workers. Regina George. How do I even begin to explain Regina George? Regina George is flawless. She has two Fendi purses and a silver Lexus. I hear her hair is insured for $10,000. I hear she does car commercials in Japan. Her favorite movie is Varsity Blues. One time she met John Stamos on a plane. And he told her she was pretty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, goodness. We've got a good one today. We do. We do. We've had many requests for this episode. Another I movie from the, like... the aughts. Yes, indeed. We don't do a lot of movie from, movies from the aughts. No, we're always back to the 90s. Yep. But, I mean, this is a great one. Everybody out there listening, my name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the movies, movies that made us, us gay. gay. Well, Scott, we finally got around to it. It only took us 104 episodes or so. 104, 105. I yeah. can't remember the episode yeah, yeah. number. But we had our friend Tyler Schulke yes, back on the show indeed. to watch Welcome Mean back. Girls. Released... <laughs> April 30th, 2004, directed by Mark Waters, and of course, written by Tina Fey, the brilliant Tina Fey. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tyler, oh, you were welcome. one of our last in-person guests before the before cluster lockdown. fuck of 2020. <laughs> that, wow. It was, I, I think yeah, that he, it was you and our friend Brian that we got in our last in-person recordings with. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that, actually, but... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that was first save. Also released summer of 04, so we're like... We're, we're hitting it. We're hitting the... <laughs> I was a senior in high school, both when Mean Girls and Saved came out. Okay. okay. I was a sophomore. Right on. So I, I was mm-hmm. not you in were high not. school anymore. And it's one of those things <laughs> that I think that just your last month of school when you're in high school is such a blur that yeah. I did not see this in the theater. I, I didn't either. That uh, it was just sort of, I just didn't make it to it. I don't know if it played in my small town and I missed it and I didn't go to it in one of our neighboring cities, but I had to get this on DVD the fall when I was in college. I remember I missed it in the theaters, but I remember everyone starting to talk about it. The buzz was going around. It was starting to make a lot of money. Um, and like, cause it was relatively a sleeper hit. They didn't expect it to make this mm-hmm. much. Um, and so we all kind of like, well, 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 why don't we check that out? Uh, so I think we either rented it or we got it. And I, I believe we watched it like with the, the group of kids, the theater kids that were my, my group that we all like were over at my house. We'd always hang out at a huge couch. So I believe I have <laughs> memories of us all there, like watching it. Sure. And Scott, you, I bought this movie sight and unseen mm-hmm. at, 
our local Hastings in Bozeman because I was living in the dorms. And I just bought it. Did you buy it because of Lindsay? Did you buy it because of you know, Tina Fey? I, I think it surely was. there's a lot of goodness yeah. on this cover. I oh, mean, yeah. Like, on, like, I, I say that, you know, you didn't have to put much faith in the fact that it was going to yeah. be a good movie. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I just remember liking SNL and Tina Fey on Weekend Update, so I was familiar with her. Yeah. Um, also, this was the summer of Rachel McAdams' big breakthroughs because oh, she was yeah. in the notebook yeah right. we all um, thought i mean i i almost thought she was gonna be the one to go like the biggest yeah and lo and behold it's yeah. karen <laughs> well i mean both both karen. mean both of them have oscar nominations it's very true so spotlight, right for right. Rachel McAdams. spotlight and mank so i think that they're about evenly matched yeah I enjoyed Spotlight far more than I enjoyed Mank. Okay. However, Mank is beautifully shot, and I like that David Fincher went outside of his like, comfort right. zone. I think that people sort of predicted Rachel to get that Oscar nomination a lot sooner. Earlier, too. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kind of in the years following this movie, there was just a lot of buzz about her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she is an incredible actress. Uh, she actually was sort of involved in an Oscar thing this year because the Eurovision song this was This is true, yeah. Oh, that's right. She did that, <laughs> she did that, that, that Will Ferrell movie. Is wild. Does she that, sing that song that was voice, nominated? It's Will okay. Ferrell and, an, and another woman okay. uh, that sing it. Why can't I place Spotlight? Spotlight is it's, with Mark Ruffalo. It's about oh, uh, sure. the, the Boston Church. Globe and the yeah. Catholic Church. It's it's not your thing. That is not It won Best Picture. It won... It won Best Picture over The Revenant. They're not, talk, they're not talking babies in it? No. They no. showed on BET? No. I ain't watching it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it is good. It's very ensemble and, um, yeah, it was a good one. Okay. So two out of the four Mean Girls have Oscar plastics. nominations. Or the Plastics. Right. Okay. Right. Right. I mean, Lizzie Kaplan, she's done a lot. Love Lizzie Kaplan. Mm-hmm. I know. In fact, uh, it's almost hard to even recognize her in this one because she's grown yes. so yeah. much and, and done so many different things. I mean, Cloverfield, mm-hmm. Masters of Sex, uh, Bachelorette. Um, True Blood. True Blood. You yeah. see those knockers on I True Blood. Yeah. I forgot that. about that, yeah. too. Lizzie Kaplan is kind of like a like a she's a proto Cat Dennings. Sure, <laughs> I, was kind I could, of I could that see that. I would say though that like Cat is like three octaves above, or like even four <laughs> or five octaves above Lizzie Kaplan. I don't think you're going to see Lizzie Kaplan doing like a network sitcom. Sure. Right, right, right. Uh, Pete, when did you first see Mean Girls? Uh, I did not see this in the theater. And um, I did very much and still do love Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Um, fans of them from way back. Baby Mama. I'll watch them and anything. Loved Baby Mama. That movie's ridiculous and funny. I was obsessed. And interesting that, like, you would just assume that the Baby Mama would have been what she would have come out of SNL with. Right. Like, it's kind of interesting that she chose to do a movie about teenagers. Right. And, okay, so this is adapted from a book. Yes. Queen Bees and Wannabes Wannabes. by Rosalind Wiseman. So and like a self-help book. I was going to say, is Queen Bees and Wannabes a narrative or is it more of like a self-help that they kind of – When I worked at a, a bookstore, it was, in the, it was in the family section actually because okay. <laughs> okay. it, it had to do with like raising Raising teenagers. your teen. Okay. I think that there's also – I don't know if Tina Fey has kids, but she does definitely she know does what it's know. like to mm-hmm. be a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I bet there's a little bit of that mixed with like yes. the newer age stuff that was coming in. It's yeah. I mean, the script is just great. It is just great. There are some problematic things now. Watching it now, where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, wait a second. Make sure you're not making 
a minority the butt of the joke. <laughs> right. But um, it's just, a, it's solid. Yeah. And it's one of those things that there's so many lines of the screenplay that are just ingrained in pop culture. Oh, that are just so heavily referenced. If anyone says crack, I will immediately say, say crack again. <laughs> and then she just started talking about crack. Yeah. Right? Because remember when, when Damien, they're in line, and she says something, once we crack her, then we'll yeah, crack the yeah. thing. say crack again. She'll crack. Anyways. But just like on Wednesdays, we wear pink. Yeah. Boo, you whore. She Boo, doesn't even whore. go here. You go, Glenn <laughs> Coco. Just all of these oh, you go, gif Coco and, and meme moments weeks. that yeah. just came from this movie and i have to remind myself yeah like even though these lines have been beaten to death in pop culture there was a time that they were all, fresh all this was fresh yes like i still i mean i still laughed when we were watching yeah. it like i still laughed at, i mean also though there's also just like certain like subtle moments that make me laugh like when mm-hmm. when tim meadows says why would regina george call herself a fuggly slut and karen starts <laughs> laughing it's so good yeah well and, and you could tell that was one of those things that they probably just couldn't keep a straight face with them when doing that scene yeah that could that probably yeah. yeah that could be but also i love that the karen character she's just so out of it that she just the inappropriate laughter that kind of stuff. screen debut from it. amanda seyfried this That's, was her first was. Wow. now has she Big done job. veronica mars i think this? that she probably booked veronica mars directly after this because veronica oh, mars ah. came out fall of 04 when i was okay. in college and wow. she's like wow. the laura palmer of of that okay she yes. was i know she was opposite michael b jordan in a soap opera before this oh wow okay That's um, yeah i love that yeah actually i think they showed it on the oscars this year they yeah they did they I did remember yeah. That. yeah um like something like as the world turns or something mm-hmm. to that effect the hung and the breastless <laughs> But yeah, I mean, she kind of came out of this with a, a huge career. Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog. That was with Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. And, and Anthony Shia, Is Shia LaBeouf an Alpha Dog? No, I don't, know. I don't think he is. Lacey Chabert had, I think she had been working on Family Guy at this point. She, well, already. she did Party at Five. She well, was yeah. just a and child then, actress, and yeah. she was the voice of she was original voice Eliza of Thornberry. And she oh, just right. has that cute little cartoon voice. She's still, I think she, she predominantly does, does voiceover. Now. I was yeah. going to say she because has a pretty. She, big I, I mean, I know that she dropped career. out of Family Guy because she thought she was going to blow up uh, mm-hmm. after Mean Girls, mm-hmm. and that did not go well for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she did do another um, uh, film by the same director, uh, Mark. Sorry, Mark, Mark Waters. Waters. Um, mm-hmm. Ghost of Girlfriend Past. Mm-hmm. She was in that, and um, she's like the grand dame of like the Hallmark Channel. Oh, that makes she sense. Has, yeah, mm-hmm. she has. Quite a few Hallmark holiday movies. Well, irregardless. (laughs) (laughs) What did she say? I think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would not approve. Would have have something to say about that. You know what I noticed last night on our rewatch was that the whole, like, inventor of Toaster Strudel thing, I have this memory of her just, like, dropping that everywhere. They only say it, like, twice. Oh, they only say it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, Damien says it, and then she says it once. Yeah. And I just have this memory of her just, like, peppering it in throughout, like, conversation. But they really don't. No. But it's that funny of a line. It's just so stupid. Well, it's so specific. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's so great about this film is that there are so many things that are so specific. You smell like a baby prostitute. You you know? (laughs) Oh, and, like, the young sister of Regina George, like, dancing to Milkshake. Yes. Or, like, flashing the TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not not a regular mom. I'm a cool cool mom. mom. I and that's one of those things that when I rented this movie, well, no, when I watched the copy that I bought, mm-hmm. that when it got to Amy Poehler scenes, I'm just like, okay, this movie's. I get it. This movie's funny. I love yeah. it. Hey, you guys! Happy hour is from four to six. <laughs> um, is there alcohol in this? 
Oh, God, honey, no. What kind of mother do you think I am? <laughs> Why do you want a little bit? Because if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. No, thank you. So, you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? What is the hot gossip? Tell me everything. What are you guys listening to? What's the cool jams? Mom, could you go fix your hair? Okay. You girls keep me young. Oh, I love you so much. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, the very first time I saw the dog start to bite her nipple, <laughs> I was like, you guys might have gone a little too far here. Um, but now when I watch it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, she's she's so great. She is the quintessential stage mom in the sense of, like, so when good. she has a video camera so during good. the performance and she's doing it with That's them. another thing that yeah. you see a lot of memes of. Yeah, and you do. I'm not a regular mom. Jenner. I'm yeah. a cool mom. Yeah. In yeah. the way that Amy does the delivery of, oh, no, this doesn't have any alcohol in it. Why do you want some? Because I prefer if you drink in the house. <laughs> just like this sort of her, cock thing that she does with her eye. And that's, yeah. that's what I was just going to say. Her eye does something really, really funny. Yeah. What's the latest gossip? Oh, you keep me so young. Um, do you guys need anything? Amy Poehler's got a crazy Condoms. face. Yeah. <laughs> and since we're kind of going through all of the Mean Girls, we mentioned before that Rachel McAdams at this time, mm-hmm. that... Um, I remember it being a big deal that when I found out that she was like 26, she was so yeah. much, she was so much older than them, but I think it was that her hair was a wig. Yeah. I have a I lot to say about the wig. Not. <laughs> they even specifically say like it's insured for a thousand dollars. Yeah. 10,000. All I'm going to say is 10, that 000. when they were doing hair and makeup tests, what else do you got? Yeah. What else you do you got for the wig? Why? Do you have anything why? else? It's, it's weird. Her crown yeah. is it's so the way why? that it sits on her head. Yeah, I, I think have to say I don't notice it that much until it's like pointed out, and then I'll be like, "Oh, okay." In certain yeah. scenes, I mean, I thought that they didn't make her large very well either. Right. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the padding, the fatty suit. Like, I mean, they weren't going to make her like so huge, but watch where you're going, fat ass, <laughs> fat ass. Yeah, they had to make it subtle, but it did look kind of funny in in moments. But yeah, I felt like even when I first watched it, not knowing anything about it, I was just like. Is that a wig? Like, why is she wearing I mean, a wig? They they needed, I mean, they they needed. I did not clock the wig when I first watched this back when. Yeah. They needed Nicole Kidman's wig guy. They did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they didn't have that kind of budget. Come on. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Um, they got them Lauren Michael money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she's the she's the eldest of the, of the plastics. She's twenty six. What I was saying is, I do think it works that it doesn't uh, yeah. turn into weird Ben Platt territory of that. <laughs> what is she doing guys, this movie? That's I think not it. Fair. I think it works. That's not fair. Okay, listen. That's just because Broadway age is so different. Kristen Chenoweth was playing Galinda, the Good Witch, in high school, and she was nearly forty. True. Are you gonna see? Are you gonna see her in the movie though? I, I mean, she's, she's not, not going to be play playing the movie. The movie. I so. mean, I the movie has been that's like the kiss of death to get the wicked movie. Honestly, well, it's I think John it's, M. Chu I, right now. I think they have like a date for shooting it. I know yeah. uh, it's now that John M. Chu's done in the Heights. It originally was the guy that did the Hours, um, Stephen Daldry. Yeah, but they, I guess, wow. they parted. Um, I just think that there's there's so much expectation for that movie that's going to be such. It's going to be impossible so to yeah. please everybody with absolutely, that one. Absolutely, but uh, <laughs> what I was saying is, I do think it works that the way that they style her, that she does look like she's in high school. Yeah, she's, she's a movie teenager. Yeah. yeah, she absolutely. Yeah, movie it's not like a like a pen fifteen thing where it looks like an older person no. playing with younger. <laughs> like it works fully. You know, she looks like she's the same age as the dude yeah. that she starts dating. Yeah. She was fresh off the hot chick with Rob Schneider. Oh wow. Oh my. Yeah, she's the. Yep. She's in the body. Switch Rob Schneider movie. Was she's that the, her screen she's debut? the hot chick. That's funny. Okay, all right. Was that her screen debut? 
I think, uh, no, I think that she had probably done some Canadian stuff before because she's from Canada. Oh, good on her. Uh, mm-hmm. Fun facts, since we're talking about the age difference, Amy Poehler is seven years older than Rachel McAdams. I was looking it up that Amy oh. Poehler, <laughs> yeah. And also that Tina. That works though because a mom has done so much plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, she didn't because she didn't need it, but I'm just saying like, you know, like yeah. it, it makes, it, that, that works. Yeah. Uh, Rachel McAdams had done some television. Mm-hmm. She'd done quite a bit of television before The Hot Chick. Good on her. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then she just, like, continued to go. I mean, yeah. after yes. Notebook, she became, like, the rom-com. Or not rom-com, like, the romantic. She was yeah. in The Family yeah. Stone in 05, Red Eye. Oh, Red Eye. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It's not great. It no, was fun. Not but I think that she sort of got the cr- the career uh, in time trajectory oh, yes. that Lindsay was going to have. <laughs> and we'll segue uh, into yes. talking about Lindsay. Wait, hold on, wait. I think I just made a mistake. She wasn't in, in time. Amanda Seyfried was in, in time. It was the time traveler's wife that she was in, right? No, but Rachel McAdams was in the Rachel McAdams time was in movie was with... in About Time. About time, about but no, time. In, Not time in Time is Amanda Seyfried yes. and Justin Timberlake. In Time was uh they're they're I've secretly they're secretly like old or something and they're like, yeah, and they have yeah. the life. They have to buy yeah. their life Minutes, and fill it up on yeah. their arms. And the wealthy people have, like, a longer life. And then yes. the time traveler's like a, wife was with Rachel. Yes. So many time movies. Yes, she also did About movies. Time. But that was Rachel as well. With Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. From Harry Potter. It was Eric Bana in The Time Traveler's Wife. Ooh, Time Traveler's Wife. The book was phenomenal. The movie. I did not see it. The book was phenomenal. <laughs> Just repeat that. Uh, we'll we'll leave it at that. Well, we have to so, segue so into Lindsay. Yes, yeah, because please do. I just remember there being so much expectation, maybe unfair expectation on well, her. Yeah, you know, that she so, had to be a huge star. Well, it's that Disney thing, you know. Yeah. Disney mm-hmm. always produces at least two of them that always come up and then they always like fly off. You know, we got she was you know kind of opposite Hillary, although she was never on like the Disney Channel like. The channel itself. All the teen stars right. at the time. Um, but, like, you know, Selena Gomez then was the next generation. You know, mm-hmm. you just keep going down. You can see it all. Miley. Happening. Dove Cameron. Yeah. Miley. Yeah. So, like, it, it it was. There was a huge trajectory. She'd already started doing um, films like, you know, Teenage Drama Queen, where mm-hmm. she was singing Which more. was released the – I think it was released in the spring. Like, right before this? Like, right mm-hmm. before this. And I think that she probably did them, like, back-to-back. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she did Freaky Friday before that, too. She was Freaky, actually the queen Freaky of Freaky Friday. Yes. Freaky Friday, yeah. Herbie Fully Loaded. Um, the Parent the Trap. The Parent Trap, trap which, mm-hmm. guys, come on. The Parent Trap, the Nancy <laughs> Myers Parent Trap is brilliant. I will not even, I don't even care. I love that movie so much. Go back and listen to our, good. our Parent Trap 1961 episode. Well, we, we, ta- oh, we, well, yeah, we covered the, the Haley yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's the one where they cut the dress, right? She, like, cuts yep. her dress. Well, she's, yeah, that's the only part. I was, like, her- terrified. But also, <laughs> just so you know, as a kid, I thought the Parent Trap was the actual, like, trap inside the cabin oh because i didn't know okay. i didn't understand <laughs> right of course trap yeah <laughs> the subtleties of uh yeah i mean she was she was a good kid actor yeah right she's a good kid she's actor. a fine child actress she's a fine child actress she's a fine adult actress as well like if we're saying like mean girls like i don't yeah. think she's bad at me no girls. she's not I think, bad. I think mean girls is probably her strongest performance of her career really too. though actually i mean are you are you sure i don't know who killed me uh, is, uh <laughs> you know the one arms i love one leg sexy i love that bananas movie um we had, i don't remember it i really want to rewatch it we just watched freaky friday last week and mm-hmm. it is kind of interesting to see how she progressed in a year that yeah. I think she's great in Freaky Friday, but it's just it's interesting to see her be even better in this movie. Yeah, I yeah. Um I just remember thinking when I was watching Freaky Friday that I was like honestly like Jamie the Curtis, like you're having fun, mm-hmm. but like 
Mm, you're not you're not this girl <laughs> it's kid it's kid acting yeah uh, what Lindsay's bringing to the table in freaky friday and this is a little bit more mature but Although the, i love that song in freaky friday oh uh the the, the band yeah <laughs> they play it yeah oh the ultimate God. you this band you're it you're a, the ultimate a you. lot of thoughts about this like high school mm-hmm. garage band that are like all professional musicians sounds great at like 16 years old yeah so professional <laughs> they're playing wedding yeah house of blues um so I just remember the thing, you know, after kind of Lindsay had her kind of rise and fall and everybody had time to like look back, you and know, reflect from sure. our, from our couches. What do you think it was though that ultimately was like the biggest thing? Like, oh, was it her family drama? Probably. Was it, cause she, then she got like really into alcohol and drugs, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember her music though, like the daughter to father song. Oh my God. Yeah. That one. And then like, um, I mean, rumors, obviously. Well, yeah, rumors is, like, is the an a- actual one. classic. She did um, Hall of Fame. Over. Do you remember Over? Which one did they do the lip sync on for the premiere of Drag Race with Mick? Rumors. Rumors. That rumors. Been, rumors. rumors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one. And then she had like a dance break that yeah. wasn't a dance break. <laughs> but but the thing is, I feel like people were just like, you know, she had so, she had so much promise. She was such a great actress, and she did have a lot of promise. She she could have had a much bigger you know, career in Hollywood than she does now. Would it have gone the way of Jodie Foster? But Probably not. My, yeah, my thing is everybody was just like, she was just so good. You just heard this a lot. Like, she was so, such a wonderful actor. And I'm just like, she was fine. What? Yeah. Like, she was fine. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like buying a beach house in Greece and, you know, <laughs> having a reality show about it seems pretty on par. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you know, we watch both. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not see some any good, of it. Also, I will reality. say she put out a new single for music 2021. Yeah. With the, there are various videos that were being put out on Instagram. I don't, I don't really know I, what's going I, on Yeah, there. I don't know. I worry <laughs> for her, though. She just looks like a really skinny version of her mom now. Yes. Well, I mean, she has a Netflix movie and the books. Yeah. We'll see if that, you know, we'll see if that. Uh, Wait, yeah. Do you remember in the height out? of her being like, everyone was like, oh, she's so questionable. She's blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She was on Ugly Betty. And yeah. she, like, was not showing up to oh set. And, like, America God, Ferrera was getting God. all angry. And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You don't want to cross America Ferrera. <laughs> she will quit. I mean, we, <laughs> we rented the Canyons. Okay. The week that it came out. Mm-hmm. Kind of a bullshit movie, but I don't think it's completely her fault. I don't think that she's terrible in it. It's just, okay. a, yeah. it's just a bad movie. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a stupid <laughs> But, I mean, going back to Lindsay in 04, I remember yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was on the cover of Rolling Stone. She was uh, on the cover of Vanity Fair. I'm going to get into the Vanity Fair issue because I'm going to bring it up and see if you guys can guess it's, the it's, Avengers of teen girls that are on it. That's yeah. the only way to describe it. It is such a good cover. I remember I bought it, uh, and I, I think I still have it. I should have looked for it. I bought it, and then my aunt also bought it for me because she knew how much I loved some of these girls. Love it. But just, just – Yeah, I want to guess. She was I everywhere guess in 2004. She okay. was. I mean, and before that. I mean, you know, and Kids' Choice Awards and all those stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you know. Oh, she also did that one, Read It and Weep. Wasn't that a Disney TV Read channel movie? Weep. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Where she, like, was, like, wording, she was, like, a journalist or... Okay, so there is... Okay. Um, how many How many girls are there? There's nine actresses. Nine. Okay, I can immediately go Mandy Moore, Hilary Duff, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan. We're going to do Ashley and Mary Kate, <laughs> Alexis Bledel... Yep. That's seven, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say, ooh, this might be a shot in the dark. Emma Roberts? Nope. I didn't Emma think Roberts so. really didn't land until the late I didn't 2000s. think so, too. Okay, yeah, okay, right. Um, 
Oh my gosh! All right, so you yeah. are missing two, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think. Because you said like, Mandy, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I said of course you said first. Mandy. And Hillary's second. Um, what? Wait, did I say Lindsay? Well, I mean that goes without saying. Okay, great. So you're missing two. Give me a clue. Uh, one, I believe, was a roommate with Lindsay at the time, probably in the Oakwoods. Of course, <laughs> child actor prison. That are now changed. Like they've tried to like revamp them. Yeah, uh, but it was like this apartment I'm having, complex. I'm having none of that. Everything. Those are, those are the Oakwoods. No, it's it's something else. Uh, but I'm sure the same shenanigans. Going. So you're missing yeah. two of them. Wow, uh, big like still. One was kind of your classic child actor. Who the other one was a child actor, kind of turned serious actress. I mean, she was on the path since she was a child to be a big deal, and I think that she succeeded. Like she's still. She's still a big name. What's something she's in recently? Um, I mean, you're going to get it. Well, come on. Westworld. Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Duh. Wood. Yeah. Because this would have followed, this would have followed uh, 13. Yes. And she yeah. got like Absolutely. a SAG nomination yeah. for, th- I think that she also got a Globe nomination for 13. Did she? But yeah, also just sort of, I mean, just a big deal. Like the one and only Catherine. And also Rachel just someone who had been working since she was like a small child too. Yeah. And also the other one working since she was a, a small kid and i'm the same no. age as this actress uh who did he not say oh okay i think i know when i went to say. a taping of drag race she was on the panel yeah no okay wait give me mm-hmm. give me but and i remember she's the only one of color on it's not is it it's raven it's raven simonia it's raven, raven. Yeah. oh because yeah, i do yeah. remember raven being on it okay let yeah. me look at it now. I, yeah and i believe that she was oh yeah she with, was under the fold out because the ones that made the cover were amanda Bynes, oh, yeah. ashley and mary kate mandy and hillary Amanda is front and center on the cover. Yeah, like, Amanda the Bynes position is... that should be, like, Nicole Kidman yeah. in the Hollywood issue. I feel like her and Lindsay kind of had this... They're, like, bookending it, and they kind of had the same Okay, who was, like, on. the fold? So The fold is right Hillary... there, so Hillary is on okay. the edge. So Alexis Bledel, Evan Rachel Wood, Raven, and Lindsay were in the, the fold, so that you didn't see them on the cover. But Lindsay, I mean, given the far right, I feel like yeah. if I was Lindsay's management, She's I would have wanted the, her... Like the very yeah. end of the I'd fold want out. her a little more in the middle. Yeah, actually, can you see I the... Don't know oh, what does, you want. Oh, so the, what's really fun is if you got to look at the bottom, you can see all the height disparity. Oh, like, yeah. You can see all the boxes and things are standing on that yeah. makes it all look, like, right. My favorite uh, Vanity Fair Young Hollywood issue is the 96 one. And this one is, like, out of control. I mean, we'll t- we won't take up the time here, but it's, like, Google it. The 96 Young Hollywood issue, it's, like, they saw the future. And they were right. Yeah. There's no duds. There's no duds. Do you on, think there's any it. duds here? I don't. Know. I don't think no. so. I mean, Alexis Bledel is still booked and blessed. She's on like hand handmaid's, handmaid's tale. Yeah. Um. I mean, Raven's always kind of been she's around. Been, no, she keeps talking. She's always. On the, she's always the there. Yeah. 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 Also, she had the Raven reboot, which was like she was the mom in it. They did. Mm-hmm. They rebooted it, and she had a kid that, that was psychic. I, that. I do kind of feel like Mandy Moore might be. Is she the eldest? Of this, I think so. Of this issue, I think yeah, she might I be. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think. And so. I think that this was the year that How Do I Deal came out. Oh, how to deal? So that's probably yes. <laughs> that's probably how she landed this issue. How to deal? Oh, Listen, you guys, I don't necessarily talk about this phase of Mandy because of the hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, How to Deal. It was quirky and fun. That's funny. I believe that did Hillary Duff that. had the Lizzie McGuire movie this summer. Yes, she did. Saw that in theaters. Um, New York Minute with the Olsen Twins came out. Really, I, they were still acting. They must have been. I yeah, mean, 2004 was a big year for the for the Olsen sisters, and it was kind of right before they were going to pioneer 
boho chic with like Rachel Zoe and yeah, Nicole. Yeah, they hadn't quite. They uh, haven't quite gotten there yet, but they were just raking in that Olsen twins cash. Yeah, yeah, smoking them cigs. I can't remember <laughs> what Amanda Bynes was doing. She's the man. They made the show. I think it was no. I think <laughs> she's it's the probably man, yeah, she's, she's the man. man. Right. Um, not the one that was in the British one. Um, with uh, I think that. What, what a girl, girl wants, wants was 03, and I think she's the man might have been 05. She's the man was a big one for her. Yeah. Her last film, her very last film was Easy A. Mm hmm. And yeah, she's but. An easy and also a. just funny. sort of. I know, I went on Amanda Vine's like rabbit hole the other night. Evan Rachel Wood <laughs> would have had like Ron Howard's The Missing. When was she in The Wrestler? It would have been after. She this. was in The Wrestler in No Not, in 08. Okay, yeah, so after this, yeah. Mm hmm. So yeah, what so, a cover! Yeah, what a, what like a moment in time to be alive. Good on you, Lindsay. <laughs> I truly, it was it was a glorious moment to be alive. Again, two copies of this magazine. Oh I my own. goodness! All right, but you guys are gonna you guys are gonna shit yourself when you see the '96 cover. But I want to talk about how uh, there aren't very many boys in Mean Girls. Yet two of them are gay, and two of them <laughs> are gay. Two of them are. <laughs> Were then closeted homosexuals. Yeah. Well, uh, was Daniel? I mean, yeah, I, I think don't know. He was, I I think I could be wrong, but I thought there was something about him saying bye, possibly um, before. Uh, you mean the character in the movie? No, 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 no. Oh, the, the him. Actor, oh, Daniel, sure, sure, sure. Daniel Franzese. Jamie Franzese. Yeah. yeah. I saw him actually in a play here uh, or a musical about Robin Hood. He played Little John, and it was really, it was okay. actually really good. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure where he was as far as his like coming out journey in 2004. But. Yeah, I don't know, because he was in Looking recently. Right. But Jonathan Bennett was definitely not out. No. no Jonathan no, no. Bennett, who we said, he said on the Katie Couric, uh, like, Zoom call mm-hmm. that was last year, because mm-hmm. they all got together for, like, a video call. Oh, yeah. He said that he was cast pretty much, like, the day before Principal Photography. Oh, wow. And they flew him out. So he was, like, very last minute. Okay. Because wow. they had to fire... Who was ever cast? Okay. I wonder who it was. Aaron. Yeah, if yeah. it was like someone mm. that... Um, I like it. I like it because, I I mean, he is... Like, he plays a part well. There's he was, nothing, yeah. there's no... He was definitely you know. a boy that I knew in high school yeah, at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that hair. I was going to... he did great. And now it's a, it's amazing. He's marrying his partner and... Yeah. Um, he's hosting uh, the sweets, like a sweet competition show. Yeah, Cupcake Wars, I think. Showing that dick on Instagram. Oh, did he? Accidentally. I, I zoomed Accidentally. in on that photo. It was in the reflection of his, like, cup of coffee or something. Shut but up. I think it was salute. his glasses was, or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Someone should probably pull that up. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, Jonathan Bennett, he's he's doing great. Now, did you think he was cute when you were uh, young lads watching this movie? Not quite my type. Not quite But, of course, okay. cute. All right, yes. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Fair I, enough. I, I want to say jocks were very much uh, a type of mine at that point. Mm-hmm. He's not super duper jockey though. He's kind of like I don't know. He's kind of like thin. Tina says that she cast him because it was a good balance of like a football player with like a Jimmy Fallon type. Well, yeah, like, sure. he's, he yeah. does have heart. I mean, like yeah. he tells her like that stupid to flunk math. He like yeah. doesn't want. I think the Regina George thing is more because they're both like the popular ones. Yeah, you know who I thought was kind of cute is um, is it Shane Omen? Who's yeah, yeah. That she, yeah. I well, you see him in his, in his underwear. Yeah. He also he's the king at the end. He's mm-hmm. the one that says he like scary king. face, bro. When Lindsay scares. <laughs> oh, the is that him saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, the, he's also the Calteen bars. He's, he's like the gladiator. Yeah. yeah, he's the gladiator. Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy that Regina's cheating on. Uh, no, he's cute. On uh, you don't like Kevin the poor. 
<laughs> Why not? He's I love him. Kenny G. His little Kenny rap G. is so good. Speaking His business of the talent cards. show, speaking of the talent show, I love when um, Damien does um, beautiful. Yeah, but he starts off going. Don't look at me. Yeah, just like the song. <laughs> and it's so satisfying when he gets hit in the head by the shoe he, like, that chest you like, see him pick it, it up and throw it back. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's one of those things that would you have gotten that in like a few years before? That you just you just got to see him like like peg the bully with the shoe back. I just like it because that's so in his character. I mean, he's yeah. he's in like he's he's very confident in himself. He doesn't seem yes. to care. I mean, he's got yeah. like they're they're making him into Frankenstein with lunch meat at one point. Like he seems to be very confident in himself. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know how he's like sneaks into like the girl conference. How he's always mm-hmm. in the girls' bathroom. Like it just seems to be a thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a fun character. He does he does really well with it. His jokes all land. He's I mean, got one some of my great lines. One of my favorites is when he's like, "I cannot stop this car. I have yeah, a curfew." I have a curfew. He's like, "It is ten. It's like one ten. Curfew was one o'clock. <laughs> I need my picture back. Yeah, I need my picture I need my back. back. Yeah. Um. See, that was that was something that hooked me into this movie when I was like, I knew Tina Fey was involved, yeah. but the whole like, okay. You're going to hang out with us from now on. These are our rules. We're setting up the rules. We're bombarding you with all this stuff. You know, Katie's just like, I don't know what's going on. And they're like, okay, you're going to hang out with us. And it's uh, it's Wednesday tomorrow. So FYI, Wednesdays we're pink. Wait, no, that's that's the different girls though. Are you, are you talking – that's when she no, like yeah, actually just ta- the mean girls. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm just sorry. talking about I was like, no, because I was going to say like Damien, I feel like he's nothing without Janice. Like right. they all – like those two are the two together. Right. And they also do something that's a little bit plastic in the very beginning when they say uh, like why would we lie to you? We're your friends. Yes, yeah, and they take her out mm-hmm. to ditch class. But you know when, they, when, when the plastics tell her that we're going to wear pink and Katie's just like, all right, whatever. Like she's still in this just like, you know, whatever, go with the flow kind of thing. When she shows up in a like triple XL Izod pink polo shirt and jeans because they said pink and she doesn't have anything pink. I think it's a deleted scene where they where they set up that it's Damien's shirt. I just kind of thought it was her dad's shirt. Oh no, because I they say in the or in the movie when she goes, well, I just don't have any. Like, do any of you have anything pink? And mm-hmm. Janice says at the exact same time that Damien says, she goes no, and he says yes. Yeah. So I think that's where you kind it's, of get the yeah, where idea. It, I always thought it was his shirt. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's it's just such a clever thing that this girl, she's just like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to wear this shirt. And, in her ponytail. Yeah, in my ponytail. And she she's still at this moment, like like I said, going with the flow, whatever. And I just thought it was so funny. You know, mm-hmm. She didn't stress about it. She didn't say, like, I got to go buy a new outfit or whatever. She just shows up and she's wearing an oversized pink polo. The whole rest of the scene, the whole rest of the day. Well, it's because, you know, she grew up so different. Yeah. Speaking of growing up different, their Africa is basically Calabasas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they got some animals. We got, went up we, got some, we got some elephants from, like, Getty Images. Yeah, exactly. A friend of ours has a big, like, ball python. Or, like, Malibu. Yeah, Malibu Safari. Let them have some giraffes. Like, yeah. it is kind of funny now looking back at it and being like, oh, I know. I, <laughs> I, I also don't know if, if Katie would be so naive as to go up to a group of black kids in a cafeteria and, and just say, say jumbo. jumbo, but you know, yeah, that I mean, there's some, there's <laughs> some, laugh. it like starts off like starts off pretty racist. So, uh, what are the tables <laughs> in the cafeteria? I'm, I'm also a big sucker in any team movie where they have a ready to go map that they have did you, drawn. Did of... you have this in your school? <laughs> did you guys have these types of like hard clicks? 
Um, yeah. Not really. I mean, I also grew up in a pretty square, like, rural small town. So there wasn't quite defined cliques here as you probably would have found this in, like, a bigger city. Right. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, we definitely had our cliques, but I wouldn't be like, okay, those are definitely the stoners. Or, I would sorry, have sat at probably the... At the quirky art table. <laughs> yeah, like I was like a drama cafeteria. kid, but I like I floated. I really like yeah. to float no, around same here. different ones. Yeah. I was much like Lindsay Weir. There okay. <laughs> In high school. <laughs> I I was sort of I would hang out with some of the stoners or kids that drank on the weekends, but mm-hmm. I wasn't quite like there myself. I wasn't cool enough to drink on the weekends yeah. when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I mean no. maybe my senior year, same. but not with I drank with my parents. <laughs> but they were all my friends though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same, same. No, um, I think there's like, well, it's like, it's like, um, I can't remember where it starts. Like either like Asian nerds, I think, and then they, um, God, what? yeah, there's a lot. There's two Asian tables. I know mm-hmm. that because, uh, and then there's the pretty black meanies. <laughs> I don't even remember something it. like that. Then the uh, the art. I know there's the art table, but it's actually the greatest people you'll ever meet because it's Janice. Mm-hmm. Um, the plastic, sexually active band, sexually nerds. active band nerds. There's the jo- the dumb jocks, but I can't remember what they. That's different wording. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who uh, eat their feelings. The people who don't eat the anorexia uh, jokes. Yeah, the probably person, couldn't have that in a movie now. No, the person who uh, or the people the the tryhards or like the you know the ones that are the wannabes. There we go. The wannabes, which is like the girl in the wheelchair, um the short person. Yeah. Um I don't remember who. Oh, oh, the girl that has a, a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. She's in that category. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, they're definitely there on the The little, extra casting it. in this movie is really fun. The featured, yeah, the featured, the featured casting extras, is phenomenal. Burnout, they do a really good job filling out this movie with just these characters. Yeah, they have these that quick It feels bits. like it's a world that's lived in. Well, actually what it what's what's funny is that it, you're right. That's what makes it feel like it's a world that's lived in because there's so many outrageous things that actually happen or like when they cut to like Katie looking at things from the world of animals as if all the humans were animals. Like that's yeah. one of my favorites when they're at the mall and they're like picking each other like monkeys and stuff. Like, yeah. So there's, there's these outrageous things, but it's this school and these girls, this ensemble of girls mm-hmm. that actually ground it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're funny. Yeah. Like the girl, the girls are all funny that come in and like talk to the camera and like, yeah. Like when it's like made out with a hot dog, that was one time. one time. And it's one of those things that when you give young actors, even just non-professionals, if it's a good enough script, these probably non-professional actors can nail it. Well, I mean, they're professional now, but I, I mean, mean I'm movie. talking about all of like, just the, just all of the date, just all of the background extras of this movie. No, I know. But, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the featured ones, they do a really good job of actually having them have more than one line or being in things like, like the woman they say, like, like welcome to when they say a new girl's come from, um, from Africa. Mm-hmm. And it's that black girl yeah. with a puka shell necklace. And she's like, I'm from, Michigan. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> um, she, uh, she opens up when they're like admitting to the things and yeah. falling into the girls. Like she's yeah. the one who talks there or like, again, like, um, Shane Owen, like saying like the dude scary face versus like being an actual big part. Like they have they mm-hmm. integrate them in a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. Um, yeah, the Dawn. She's the one that plays like lacrosse. Oh right. She's right, like right. she's hanging out with Regina at the end. Like you know they 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 really do map it. Karen mm-hmm. is braiding the girl in the wheelchair's hair. Yeah, who always wears like Kangol hats. 
Yeah. Is that what those are called? Yeah. Kangol. Yeah, it's the brand. Oh, okay. Well, I, I hate those hats. <laughs> They're awful. I hate them. Also, if you're not Samuel never, L. Jackson, take it off. You're never allowed to wear hats in my school. Oh, no, so no, no. Any, no. any yeah. show hat, or any TV or like, yeah, or any like movie. Maybe if you're lucky that. and you were wearing it on your way out of school when right. the bell rang, you could do it. But yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. We but could never. We could wear them at school, not in the classroom. Sure. No, once no. we walked in the classroom, CRs was just no, no go. Yeah. Also, never were we allowed to be talking on our cell phones. Gretchen is on her cell phone in gym class. You know, I also was in high school right when teenagers were getting cell phones, but we never used them. I was going to ask you, actually, uh, you you uh, grew, went to a Catholic school, didn't mm-hmm. you? So how it was did. it there with cliques? Um, was it male and female? No, it was an all-boys uh, Catholic school. And, I mean, yeah, there were definitely cliques. Uh, it was – my high school experience was um, – it was pretty rough. Yeah, it was pretty rough. And uh, the cliques were pretty um, divided. Yeah, it was uh, – What kind of cliques? So, like, in a in – a, like, still the jocks? There the, was I mean, you, there you was don't have, like, sports. the burnouts, do you? you... Uh, yeah, I mean, there was definitely burnouts. There was, um, there was like, like, the, like, the druggy pothead, like – Cigarette smoking. Like, oh, they were the uh, they were the metalheads. Sure. Gotcha. So they were okay. like the metalhead shithead guys. They should have had a metalhead. They should have had a metalhead click in this movie. I well, know. Actually, I love a good seen, metalhead. Have you seen Twenty One Jump Street? Yes. Do you remember when they go back to school and they're like, "What the hell are these clicks?" Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I thought it was a really funny scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's. I mean, that's me because the clicks when I was in school was very much like still like eighties high school. I mean, it was not the eighties; it was the nineties, but it was very much that. There were like the you know the football players. Um, there was some kind of floating in between the cool guys, uh, but it was, yeah, I mean, there was a metalhead shitheads, there was a football players, there was just like the assholes. Um, okay, these just seem like names that you're giving the click. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was true though. Yeah, did you have any openly gay people where you guys, when you went to? Fuck to the no. I didn't think so for you. <laughs> I mean, I he went to school in like downtown LA. Oh, My then, school is in Chinatown have- in Los Angeles. In the 90s? I guess not. No. I'm very out of touch no. with, with Chinatown in the 90s, high school, Catholic. I mean, it was like downtown LA. Like, no. <laughs> what about you? I know you said you from a small square. I don't think that we really did. Although my friend Drew, who's been on the show, he was on our Matrix episode. Uh, he was out in high school, and I think it was pretty rough for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, because I came out in high school, uh, uh when I was 14, I think I said this on the last one, but, um, so that would have been my relatively my, or no, no, I didn't come out to school though until like my junior year of, of high school. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like, it wasn't like I came you know, like walked in the doors and I was like, here I am. Yeah. Uh, but like my friends started to know and people just started to like say stuff. And I was like, I'm mm-hmm. done kind of like with the rumors when I was a sophomore, I, uh, I was in gym class and I had like faggot written on my locker. And so, my dad, like, was not having it, went down to the principal and basically was like, what are you going to do about yeah. this? Um, so I got my PE waived. Um, that was his solution. But uh, we did have some some gay students, or openly gay students, but they were always um, goth. Sure. They were uh, sure. always goth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if it was just, like, a way, a point of, like, rebellion at that time, or I don't know. But I, I don't remember anyone that was openly gay that wasn't. Yeah, we had one goth kid in my grade, and he was uh, he was with the assholes, 
He was very popular, though. I'm just such a fan everybody of your, loved, your, your click names. Everybody loved Albert Ruiz. I don't know why. He was he was an asshole. But I became really good friends with an ex-girlfriend of his, and he was not pleased with that. Ooh. Um, and so that was kind of cool because he was part of the assholes, and I was just like, oh, me and Angie are going to go to Melrose. See ya. We're going I, to Melrose. <laughs> we're going to Melrose. I, I, I want to ask my parents. My parents have been together since ninth grade. So I want to ask them about their like high school click experience. Although my mom was like popular and my dad was a photographer and it started to work. <laughs> she was like a cheerleader and my dad befriended one of the like the most popular guys because he was actually really big and my dad just was like, Well, hey, if I if I befriend one of the really big guys, if I ever get like picked on, they'll help me. Yeah. No, my friends my best friend is my size, and in high school we were uh, probably we probably didn't uh, reach our peak heights of five seven until we were in our you know like almost twenty. So in high school we were like little, one hundred and fifteen pounds five six, you know. And I had a big mouth. Oh, and I can't imagine you. <laughs> and so you know, uh, we had to uh, scrape our way out of uh, some some situations every now and then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we made it work. Little mischief makers. We made it work. I mean, I got jumped practically every year. <clears throat> but, uh, you know. You just sounded so, like, nonchalant about it. I will say there's none of that in this movie. There's no, like, putting people into lockers. Right. There's none of those, like, stereotypical tropes. Stuff that you would find in an 80s teen movie. Yeah. In this one, you get a burn book spread all over. Which, by the way, yeah. how was she sticking them worse? to the wall? Like, she looked like she just had a pile of shit. It's so that, how yeah. was she sticking it it's to the wall? It's that movie thing. We didn't got time for her to, like, put, you know, t- like, tape on the page. She also throws them under a, a classroom a door. door. There's no, there's no break in the I door. love that big of, I love that bit of acting of Rachel, though. Yeah. Of when she's spreading all of those, <laughs> yeah. all of oh, those right. flowers. Or when she's flyers. spreading all yeah. of those flyers. Yeah, she's created there some you go. You got it second yeah. time. Yeah, she's, she's, she's created. I uh, love her standing at the stair, like, at the top of the stairs, like, looking at what mm-hmm. she's done. Yeah. So Can I just say some of us don't have a click issue in this <laughs> <laughs> This movie, though, uh, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the, the supporting cast because there's some great comedic actors playing the adults in mm-hmm. this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Tim Anna, Meadows is the, pr- is the principal. Yes. Anna Gassire is the mom. Katie's mom. I kind of wish that Katie's parents. I kind of wish that Anna Gasteyer had a little more to do in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. What is the fertility vase doing under the sink? (laughs) Yeah, Anna Gasteyer as the as the mother. Neil Flynn from from Scrubs as uh, as the dad. Yeah, I love just the the little throwaway line of you. You love Ladysmith Black Mombazo. Yeah, it's a very like but you SNL love, yeah. like and Tina Fey Anna line. just also like like, like uh, the this is the fertility vase of the Umdavi tribe. Mm-hmm. Does this mean nothing to you? And no. Anna and Anna just knocks those lines out of the park too. She does, yeah. Well, yeah, even like yeah. the film opens up with her and him talking to what would be a little girl in the way that they're speaking, and then all yeah. of a sudden mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan pops up. Yeah, because she's like sitting on the she's like she's sitting on the step there. for her picture. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's like it's well written, it's well directed. There's a lot of really really good stuff that you know in what could be considered just like a teen movie, kind yeah. of like a little you know, um, like an insignificant kind of comedy. There's really um, 
there's really good concepts in in here and really really well executed what, comedy. What do you think it is about this one that makes it seem like a step above some of those other ones that you know have stars? They have mm-hmm. you know they have the the directors, they have the money, but like this one seriously, like it, it did it stood. It stood up. It it, it, it yeah. stayed strong. I think the, I think the SNL connection definitely has uh, a lot to do with the the quality of, of definitely. The I think the they I think the Paramount at the time just put a lot of trust in Tina Fey and Mark Waters with this movie. Mm-hmm. That kind of when I think about other teen movies around the time, mm-hmm. like she's all that in 1999. That you can probably tell that movie was so room written and there was probably yeah, just yeah. a lot of opinions going on in this movie Saying, like 10 things i hate about you yeah like all yeah. of those like there's something about uh, those are a little bit earlier it's just yeah this one i i think that the next one that came after this one that i felt like was more on par was easy a sure i felt like that was the, like but i mean i could be wrong in this or not wrong i could be alone in this opinion no, yeah, Easy A does definitely feel a little bit elevated when it comes to like the teen, uh, teen comedy mm-hmm. like genre. Um, but yeah, I feel like the thing is when they they're going to populate the adult characters in this movie with really strong comedic actors. You know, I think they went out of their way to find really good, you know, actors to play the kids to play the leads. Um, and and we've got a strong script to start off with. Yeah. And then it just becomes like iconic, you know, and there's so many like, you know, so many memes. I mean, we talked a little bit about the uh, talent show. And it's like if I see some more like skinny white dudes in boxer shorts doing like a recreation of this Jingle Bell Rock thing one more time. Oh, sure. really? Oh yeah, I see it every year, and it's like, all right, we get it, kids. You're boys. And you're being sexy, and also a moment of <laughs> you're the just movie. Angry it wasn't that way to begin with, and also a moment of the movie that Mark, the director, knew that this movie has to breathe a little bit. That like this isn't quite that integral to the plot beats of the story, but we're gonna put it in there because it's not kids talking in hallways. It's I not think it's sort actually of- one of the moments though where where. Katie starts yeah. to win mm-hmm. over because she's the one who starts yeah. to sing it and start to do so, it. And when you watch the, the the credits, what's fun is that it is like performed by the and then it says performed by those four actresses. Like they they oh, sing sure. the parts that they yeah. Sing. So yeah. it's it's there for character like character progression because mm-hmm. you sort of see Dawn sort of having her downfall with the group. Dawn Wieners. Yep. Yeah, I I think it's interesting to watch this movie from Dawn's perspective because Wait, she is are we talking about gretchen gretchen wieners gretchen, why do we say don? who's don oh don wieners is welcome to the dollhouse Wieners is welcome. oh to the my god you guys did this oh last time gosh. because of heather maserato yeah heather maserato she's a constant thorn in our side but uh um, good no, no, catch no, no. i don't think i would have caught that yeah thank yeah. you thank you it would have taken a taken a minute for i us just to think catch the inventor of toaster strudel would be very angry with he you. would not be pleased but uh, if you watch this movie as a character study in like Gretchen Wiener's Descent into Madness. Mm-hmm. So fat. It's like, yeah, this poor girl. She does her Caesar monologue. Yeah, like, so From the good. classroom to the bathroom, which they had to film on green screen to make it so seamless. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Why should Caesar get to stomp around like a giant while the rest of us try not to get smushed under his big feet? What's so great about Caesar? Yeah. Brutus is just as cute as Caesar. Okay, Brutus is just as smart as Caesar. People totally like Brutus just as much as they like Caesar. And when did it become okay for one person to be the boss of everybody, huh? Because that's not what Rome is about. We should totally just stab Caesar! 
Grudging leaners had cracked. If you even knew how mean she really is, you know that I'm not allowed to wear hoop earrings, right? Yeah. Two years ago, she told me that hoop earrings were her thing and that I wasn't allowed to wear them anymore. And then for Hanukkah, my parents got me this pair of really expensive white gold hoops and I had to pretend like I didn't even like them and the hoop ing- earrings. I wasn't allowed to wear hoop earrings because she got them for Hanukkah. And I feel so bad for her, you know, and and how <laughs> and how she probably told her parents like, I can't wear this. Like, I don't even like it. You know, yeah, she's probably she- mean about it. Yeah, bitch. Uh, I love when she like the the you know. Uh, you go, Glen Coco, forward for Glen Coco, and none for Gretchen Wieners. for Gretchen Wieners. And it's like, who yep. said that to you? I always think though in my head, I hate it in movies where someone sends a handwritten thing from another person because I always oh, am like sure. if you know this person well enough like you're sending notes back and forth and all of that like you would know what Regina George's handwriting True. looks like I don't know that Gretchen would like grab the candy gram out of out of uh, out of spite yeah she jealousy. might she might not like ask to look at it so maybe maybe Katie just like shoved it in her shoved it in her bag really quickly what do you but, guys think of the fashion I mean it's 2000s there's, no, there's no it's fashion. 2000s fashion Excuse yeah me. it's there's pretty, no fashion in this movie I'm sorry I thought every girl should dress I think I literally thought like every girl should have a short skirt I literally thought every like I I it was it messed me up no it messed me up really though I was like why is no one dressing like these girls they're fabulous <laughs> I mean it's no Mona May costume design No clothes. I feel like there's there's th- this era of fashion it's so on trend is for the era there was not. There was no fashion in the in the early two thousands. I was in my twenties, going out to the club, and it was garbage, Mama. Girls looked boring. Well, you Guys should have then cut holes boring. in your your boob in nipple our, area, in our titty area. I mean, I would have. I didn't to get, see to any something. jeans and skirt combination. We didn't get any. We didn't get any any skirts over over jeans. I, you know what? I would say at my school, what was really big was like a short jean skirt and then UGGs. Mm-hmm. They yeah, don't have Uggs in this. They were yeah. always in heels. No, yeah, there. I don't. I don't. There weren't too many Uggs. There, yeah, a lot of pumps. They were all just wearing pumps to school, which impractical. I knew a few <laughs> girls that would do <laughs> Im- it. Impractical still, but um, <laughs> yeah, I just I feel I feel like that this era, this time period. I just there's not a lot memorable fashion wise. Yeah, it's, it's mini skirts and Uggs. You know, like midriff baby tees, but I'm not here for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, here for it. All right, he has spoken. He's spoken. Yeah, the, I feel like the costuming in this movie isn't as isn't something that brings me to it or something that is memorable. It's like to me, it's like the script, the performances. I think it. I mean, it absolutely you know. works, but it's not think, something that's like memorable about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the music is great. It's, uh, uh, Rolf Kent. He's scored a lot of Jason Reitman movies. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I was talking mm-hmm. about like the the, the like record. The song. Like God, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like songs. God is a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. know, past that Dutch when the plastics are shown. Um, although we, yeah. What about that one where they like they go into Regina George's house near the beginning and she turns on the radio and this song comes on and she's like, Katie, do you even know who this is? And Katie's like, uh, Spice Girls. And then like, <laughs> but it's like a rock band. And I was I was watching it going like, I don't even know who this. I is. I remember that song being everywhere. I, in 2004. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. So really that sure is Overdrive on. by Katie Rose. Who? My heart's Katie on Rose? Overdrive. <laughs> oh yeah. Not familiar. Yeah. Oh, then I was doing the end. The end, like or like the kind of the. Yeah, yeah, that one. Where's 
I think that's Samantha Ronson, ex-girlfriend of Lindsay. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. That's very interesting. What do you? Because remember, you, y'all, Lindsay was a lesbian for like a month. Was. She was like hanging out at, at Avalon or Tiger Heat. Which mm-hmm. there she would, yeah, and she got Avalon. That's where she got caught with drugs. I mean, which time? Uh, true. <laughs> um, have you heard anything of the Mean Girls musical? Yeah, it was it was pretty successful. It opened on Broadway, and I think that Tina Fey is adapting it to a movie, like right now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. I heard that the like, uh, like they liked mm-hmm. everything except for basically the music, <laughs> which was Tina Fey's sure. husband. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's not like huge stand. Uh, this is me speaking from like just an article I read. Like, I'm right. not like I don't. I liked their performance at the Tony. I, I thought that, but they, apparently that's the best part of it when they're introducing the plastics. Okay. Um, I'd be very curious though to to see it in a, a film adaptation. The musical premiered on Broadway March of 2018, and uh, on that. Thing with Katie Couric, Tina mentioned that they're adapting it to a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be down. The the movie adaptation of, of a the musical, musical adaptation of the movie. Listen, the movie. I would love, love a movie love adaptation. Like Hairspray. Yeah. I would love the movie adaptation of Legally Blonde, the musical. Right. That's supposed to be Such a right? – it's That's so really good. Fun. I saw it. It's, yeah. it's And the music is phenomenal. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. I'm excited to see if they, if there's a movie version because I mean musicals are becoming they always ebb and flow. I think, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and now is one of the you know ebbs no flows, <laughs> and we're getting a lot of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, within the heights and mm-hmm. um, West Side Story and um, Annie. They're doing a live Annie uh, holiday season this holiday season. It's going to be Taraji P Henson is going to be Miss Hag- is going to be Miss Hannigan. Is she really? I didn't know I she so. That just That's got fun. announced today. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. Is this going to be for television? Yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of like Hairspray Live or um, mm. A Christmas Story Live, mm. those types of things. Um, they were going to do a Bye Bye Birdie with Jennifer Lopez, but I think it got canceled. Yeah, that got. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Tina Fey's doing that. Okay. I like it. I, I mean, I'd, I, I'd sure. be interested to see it because I, I have not heard any of the music from the actual stage production. Mm-hmm. I just know the Tony performance, yeah. Sure. Okay. Oh, but I do know uh, the girl that played the Gretchen. God, what is her name? She's this Asian girl. I want to say she's in um, Emily in Paris. Oh, is, is she her? Is like she the, the friend? Ashley Park? In Emily in Paris? Um, not sure. Now, I need to check that now because I don't want to say false information. But I want to say she was like the original. Uh... Emily in Paris, the show that tanked the Golden Globes. I mean, there was a lot of things that's, that, so that tanked. so unfair. There was a lot of things that tanked the Golden Globes. But it was Emily, a contributing Emily factor. in Paris's Best Actress in a Comedy <laughs> and Best Comedy nomination was probably one of them. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not mad at the Best Actress in a Comedy Series nomination, but sure. series itself. Uh, yeah, I was right. Ashley was Park. Stretch. Okay. And she plays the friend. She played Gretchen. In, no, but in Emily in Paris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So we know which one we're talking about. Got it. Yeah, the Asian girl. Got it. Okay. So where are we at the story in the movie? That Katie has infiltrated the plastics and they're going to sabotage Regina and her... Regime over the school, you know. Yeah, so it's it's army of skanks, hot body, and um, Aaron Samuels. Yeah, Aaron Samuels. Yeah, you know this movie has a very similar structure to something like Can't Buy Me Love. Okay, and not she's all that. Mm -hmm. Can't Buy Me Love. What's in that one? Can't Buy Me Love is the kind of original version. It's gender swap, if you will, of she's all that. Um, Patrick Dempsey is a nerd 
horrible nerd, very mistreated by the popular kids, Ooh. but also looks like Patrick Dempsey. But he looks right. like so teenage like, Patrick Dempsey, so everybody should want to fuck him. Uh, he pays the most popular girl in school to go out with him, pretend to be his girlfriend. He becomes mega popular. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, uh, everybody finds out and, you know, he becomes a nerd again. But when, whilst he is paying this girl to become mega popular, he turns on his old nerdy friends. Yeah. Well, and you course. feel really bad for them. And so he's got... Was and, one, like, in an art show? Um, <laughs> no. They had, uh, they had a poker night. Ooh. And, oh, and then it was Halloween and they, like, they egged his house and they did the f- flaming dog poop on the best oh, friend really, like, on the best friend it. door yeah and when patrick dempsey saw that it was his friend's house he's like uh maybe we should pick another house and they're like no dude we're doing it um but it's this arc of like forgetting where you came from sure you know and just getting so I wrapped think up that, like, in... i think a lot of movies have that though oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean it's main it, character's journey right 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 but it's the you know especially in like a teen movie yeah it's the teenagers getting wrapped up in you know, at first they thought they were sticking it to, you know, the cool kids, but now they're just kind of like becoming. And also a movie that cool Tina Fey would have grew up watching in yes, the 80s definitely. too. So she would have known of these references when yeah. doing the script. Yeah, but what's so great is that the references in this are so accurate to the time. And I feel like people weren't saying necessarily what they were. Like now you can, but like before, like when she's saying like, women are bitchy to each other or these types of like yes, she was saying yeah. just calling things like straight out. Yeah. Um, the, overall, the, the overall, the overall theme of like, girls the way girls treat each other and you know how it may not it's not physically violent like how teenage boys could treat each other when there's like class i i saw some girl fights in high school and they are more vicious they go for the hair they scratch they like but i um i think that what's really telling is that it's actually quite similar to how gays interact with each other oh sure (laughs) So there's that gay factor as well. I've been singing the mean I've gays. Been singing, we live in West Hollywood. I've been singing the mean gays of West Hollywood the whole day. It's yeah. Uh. It's it's a little sad. Uh, just more than a little, but yeah. But also just sort of subtle notes of the script of when you first see Regina compliment Katie on her bracelet, and then you get the remark about the skirt. I yeah, fucking and then you hate that. I effing hate that skirt. Yeah. But just those little subtle moments of the movie stuff. that really yeah. add up to the character. Uh-huh. And something that kids totally do. Oh, yeah. Is complimenting oh, yeah. on something that you are just singling out that you don't like. Or, like, not taking responsibility immediately for what you've done or, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all of it. I don't know. When Regina, like, when they're doing the raise a hand game, it's like, now if you've done, like, if you've been the one to, like, you know, harm someone, and she, like, opens her eyes and does that fake smile, like, oh my God. Yeah, sister, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah. There's just subtleties in all of it, too, that just really, really work. Oh, what we haven't talked about is mm-hmm. the long phone scene. <laughs> like with the, the phone scene. The phone scene is so great, and I continually wonder if like Lindsay Lohan just had to like sit there and they like played the other girls' voices. Yeah, if they had all the all. girls like on a shared set. Yeah, like I just want to know because the timing <laughs> is really well. Done. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, I've never been on a call waiting situation like this three-way calling was like some kind of like mm-hmm. alchemy i still <laughs> i still that don't was, understand that it is, there that's not even science it's how do you magic. put it on hold without hanging up on them this. and I keep totally them on the line this. yeah <laughs> could you have someone i mean I, of course you could have somebody on the line that you didn't know was there i think when you had three-way calling 
if the other person didn't hang up, then the phone call was still going on. You had Even to have you more than up. one line. Yeah. You couldn't only have one line. If you had more than one line, then you could switch over to the other line while that person has not hung up. You call the next person, and then once they answer, you switch back to the line with the first person, and that's how you get both of them And then they're on all there. on it. Yeah. But then that makes it so you can't get on the internet. Oh, well, yeah. Because of the dialogue. Can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, like, they all had to have three-way calling to make this daisy chain. Of but they're four, all wealthy. Four people. Yeah, they, yeah, of course, they all had it. You know, of course, Regina had probably had her own phone number in her bedroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. I also would love to talk about, at the end, when Katie is breaking up the crown. <gasps> <laughs> she breaks it up into a so many million, pieces, so many pieces. pieces. But like, if you look at like the, the piece that Gretchen catches, it's like half of it. They all get a yeah. full third <laughs> like, of the yep. crown, but she breaks it into and then it, like, ten. Pieces. I was like, oh, she's done with it, and then yeah. there's like another like there's toss more. of like seven yeah. pieces. And you're like, Jesus, yeah. never ending <laughs> crown. The Mary Poppins bag of crowns. Yes, indeed. And like the get girls in the audience get it. The girl who she says. Your, Your hair. hair. Oh my god, must have taken hours. And it's just like a, a bun. bun. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's, it's a French twist. Yeah. <laughs> With like bangs. Yeah. Agree. Hours. Agree. Hours. <laughs> this scene though, this, but this is an iconic scene. People remember, you know, the, the breaking up of the crown, but you're right. And also any great teen movie, the th- climax of the movie has to end at, at a, a formal dance. At a formal dance. Even Save did. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, I mean, formal dances, right. it's like that's spring flame. So it's like Tina's putting all of these hallmarks of great teen movies, but she's doing it in this fun new way at the time. Absolutely. That you had to have, yeah. you had to have the heart, like the house party that gets out of control of that. Yeah. It's only going to be just a few people. Yeah, but it wasn't even that too. She like, you almost like foreshadowed to it because of the, like the Halloween one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had two two parties. I was um I <laughs> I dated someone that was not from America, and on uh, Halloween once we went to a house party, and he stepped in the front door and went, oh, "It's like Mean Girls." <laughs> dead serious, dead serious, and it was because of like the red solo cups and like just like everyone everywhere. Uh, I, I laughed so hard. Although I think that um, Amanda Seyfried is drinking a diet coke. Good for her in the in the <laughs> Halloween one. And her no, mouse, she, I mean she's definitely from a red a cup because she's because she's trying to hook up with her cousin. Yeah, yeah. Remember, because you have your first cousin. Her first. Well, cousin. you have your cousins, then you have your first, first cousins. cousins. That's not right, is it? <laughs> that sit down that Katie has with her and. Amanda says she's failing all of her classes. Yeah, like she's like, you're not stupid. She goes, no, I am. No, I am. And I'm failing all of my classes. You're not stupid, Karen. No, I am actually. I'm failing almost everything. Well, there must be something you're good at. I can put my whole fist in my mouth. Want to see? No. That's okay. Anything else? I'm kind of psychic. I have a bit sense. What do you mean? It's like I have ESPN or something. My breasts can always tell when it's going to rain. Really? That's amazing. Well, they can tell when it's raining. But it's like just that it's just that Amanda delivery that you're just like, oh, so good. poor thing. I know, but I love it when she goes, my boobs can mm-hmm. tell. Like, and then she like backtracks. Well... They can tell when it's already raining. <laughs> like it's like when it's pouring down rain at the end. She goes, "There's a thirty percent chance it's, it's already, already raining. raining." But yeah, just like giving these kids like comedy gold. 
Yeah, but it's also hard to play dumb well. Mm-hmm. I, I, exactly. I will always stand by this. It is very hard to play um, airy, flighty, daft, any of those things. Man, doing a good job. Well. Yeah. Yeah, she does it well. Also, I remember thinking at the time that her eyes were really big, but they don't. It, I did not think that again this time. Like I just remember being when I was younger. I was like, "Wow, she has really big eyes." Like, but I never. I don't feel that anymore at all. Oh, I feel like she still has those doll eyes. Yeah, but not like like I, I was thinking like 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 just you know when you see her poking her head out of that car in Mank. <laughs> and you see those, like, beautiful Amanda eyes. I guess it's kind of like um, Anya Taylor-Joy. Although hers are, like, more, like, doe. They're wide set and Anya Taylor-Joy. They're, like, too far apart. Heavy They're, like, the almost set. too far apart. No, I love them so much. <laughs> like, something could be wrong with her. But it's not. Uh, so she gets all of her power <laughs> for acting. Um, yeah. Play, playing dumb, it's it's not an easy thing. It can come off a little cutesy. Playing playing drunk also, but drunk yeah, she, hard, yeah, she does it. She does it really well. Also, um, I mean, Gretchen. It's funny because they're not dumb. Uh, or Gretchen's not dumb. She no. It's just her her point of view or her priorities are really askew. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. The character note of Gretchen is that she knows everything about everybody. But then what we actually learn is that. All her facts are kind of wrong. Yeah, and she doesn't yeah. evolve. She She's doesn't... the only one who doesn't evolve. She joins a clique after. And yeah, and she's serving a new a new queen bee, but just of a different clique. Yeah, just playing a different role. But now she has like laid hair instead of like poofy hair. But yeah, it's I I thought it was interesting at the beginning. The whole like you know her hair her hair's so big, it's full of secrets. Blah blah blah. It's a funny joke. But then like as the movie goes on, I'm like, okay, that's wrong. Okay, no, that's not right. I mean, the she one's about some, Regina. She yeah, knew all the secrets about Regina, she which knew was the key. secrets. Yeah, about you know, oh, don't you know? Forget I told you that. I shouldn't have said that. All that stuff, but like her I, no job. Yeah, but everything that she would come up with about Katie was like, oh, that's why you like him. That's why you wanted to join the athletes. You have a crush on him, and it's like, no, girl, you're just like, you're just like projecting all this shit. Um, she also likes the guy that's just like such a skis. The one that's like, "Hey, would you like your yeah?" Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that the line in the original cut of the movie is, "Is your cherry popped?" And the MPAA was like, "No." So oh. they had to overdub that. So that actor is saying, "Is your cherry popped?" In the in what his mouth is saying, and they ADR'd it. Wow. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I, also... I also know they dumbed down like Army of Skanks. They couldn't say like Army of Sluts. Also, uh, made out with a hot dog. Made out with a hot dog. It was masturbated with a hot dog. Oh, I yep. do remember reading mm-hmm. that. Oh, I thought it was like blew a hot dog. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was masturbated with a hot oh, dog. Okay. Always these masturbated deleted scenes. We haven't talked about the burn book. I love the writing in the burn book. That it's the stupidest shit, but a it's so slut. funny though. I Is know it's also like. Slut? Like, you would think there'd be, like, some really pretty book as well, and they just, like, scribble and, like, yeah. yeah. What did uh, Trang pack Grotsky? She made out with Coach... What's Coach? Well, she made out with the Coach, but it says she's, like, a Grotsky, like, something. Grotsky little biatch. I wrote wrote some of the burn book quotes. Hold on. (laughs) Grotsky little biatch is one of them. Fugly slut. Don Schweitzer is a fat version. (laughs) That's half true. (laughs) Amber Deleuze... Delezo, she made out with Delezio. a hot dog. She made out with a hot. That was one. Janice name. Ian Dyke. That's kind original. of uncreative <laughs> with that one. That's what, no, that's what she says. She goes, "That's original." And it goes, "Too gay to function." She goes, "That's only okay when I say it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just watched it. You know, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, though, um, there's a lot of um, voiceover 
Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, you know, movies kind of use voiceover as a crutch. And sometimes I feel like, oh, my God, with the voiceover. It's usually when a movie is made in in like the editing room that they sort of have to figure their way out of stuff Uh, that doesn't work. But But in this movie, it's like. I think the voice was given there in the beginning. No, yeah. Like, I actually, like, I hated it. Like, if anyone's seen it, I actually really didn't like it in Cruella, if if you guys Mm -hmm. have seen it. There's a lot Um, in Cruella. It's a lot. That was probably added after the That's what it felt like. It felt like an afterthought. And this, it felt like it was burned into. Right. It, it was, was it was in the original shooting script. Right. Yeah, especially like when she's like, and that's how Regina George died. And you know, and Lindsay's got like even at the time she had like the party girl voice. She had like you know like wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, like shut up. <laughs> but it still it still works because it it is so built into the character. And you do you know, I think we need to know what's going on with you know with. Uh, Katie, when she's like kind of changing her personality yep. around Aaron. You have to know and, what's going on in her mind. Yeah, yeah. And so with the the voiceover dialogue being so heavy, I think that is a credit to Lindsay being able to kind of carry it off and, pull, and sure. pull off, you know, all of that expository dialogue. Oh, yeah. And, you're never and, you bored. You don't get tired of it. You're never, also, yeah, you're never bored of it. Or and also, of it. it's a well put together movie that it never feels like Lindsay is carrying this movie by herself right, too. Right. Cause I feel like maybe with kind of a lesser director and a lesser script, kind of the Katie character would be carrying this movie, but yeah. it's not in this particular. I mean, it is her journey, but mm-hmm. I, that's why I say the easy a re- uh, relates to that so much. Cause there's a bunch of voiceover in that, but it turns out to be the video at the end. Like, oh, so right, it is right, right. very much in the, the sense of, of her character just like in the sense of this one, yeah. I think it is Katie's journey. Obviously, the other characters are, are major parts in play, but I think it is kind of through her perspective. Yeah. But I feel like, like Scott was saying, uh, a lesser director or maybe not as good of a movie, characters like Janice and Damien might have been – you might go too far lost. and be like, well, where are they? Yeah, they could get lost really easily, but they keep coming up. You know, they're, mm, yeah. they keep being brought back in, you know. Um, even when Even when Katie is kind of like – betraying their trust you know and like and, and well, shitting, yeah, like, on, shitting on yeah. them when she gets nominated for real and they like make fun of her smile or when they you know bold move to rig yeah this, like spring fling yeah. like <laughs> yeah court that would be like national news if they found out about that <laughs> oh man that would be terrible rigged rigged voting riggery, system riggery tomfoolery <laughs> Works on a movie. Goonery, kind goopery. of shocking if it were to actually happen in real life. And I'm sure that it does. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does. Although I love that it's a, it's the spring fling and there's so like a queen this. this. school on. dance Just is not prom. the prom, but it's a dance for underclassmen that so the like seniors throw for uh, kind of yeah. everyone, like the juniors, sophomores, and Where freshmen. Where were the seniors in this movie? Aaron's a senior. Yeah, but that's So the it. only one. The yeah. only senior the entire school. <laughs> because all of the girls are fighting, every single one of them. Everyone in the in the mm-hmm. like cafeterias in eighth grade, or sorry, in eleventh uh, grade. Because he and he specifically says like junior girls. Yeah, yeah. all junior he girls report to yeah. the gymnasium. Yeah. I love that part. Uh, I'll keep you here if it, all night, and like we can only keep him in chair four, four. until four. <laughs> I love that actress that plays. Yeah. I think that she's probably like the school secretary. Phyllis. The girls, the girls have gone wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the office, right? Wasn't she Phyllis? No, she looks like Phyllis. It's oh, but Phyllis. it's not her. Yeah, looks like Phyllis. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Um, the girls have gone wild. Yeah. Oh, girls gone wild. Remember that? 
Who is that shithead? They actually have was, it in the movie. That was responsible for they Girls Gone have Wild. It in the movie, though, there's a Girls Gone Wild clip that the the that Regina's sisters watch. The yeah, she they're flashing. They the said on the commentary they had to go out and shoot that because they could not get Girls Gone Wild. Oh well, to I meant like the there's a Girls Gone a, Wild yeah, reference. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that guy. That guy's a piece. They of did. Shit. They had to go out and shoot that. Yeah, that's so funny. Joe Francis. Joe Francis. And I remember he used to be on Keeping Up with the Kardashians the early years a lot. Oh, was he friends with them? They fully used to just like have telephone calls with him in prison. <laughs> like Charlie's Angel style. That what? is amazing. I love it. Why were they that tight with Joe Francis? I don't know. Chlorine and Courtney just really liked him. That's funny. He did some cr- he did some weird shit with the whole girls gone wild. Well, because didn't he get them like drunk a lot? And- yeah, I think there was like a lot of like consent issues with it, and then underage girls. Oh, and, no. like, all this and he just made like millions off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it might have been tax well, stuff. That and got and, him and I think that he went to prison for like tax stuff. Yeah, yeah that's how you get him. Yeah, yeah, but he was a dirtbag. Yeah. Oh, girls gone wild. That's straight up from this time period. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you said You're right. Same no like culture. milkshake. Like milkshake was. Yeah, yeah. When that song is playing, as they pull up to this house, and it's just those opening beats of milkshake. It's just like ooh, boom, 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 boom. Oh man, that is a time warp right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a time warp. For me, warp. it's always past that Dutch when they're the plastics are being introduced. Sure, that mm-hmm. one is always like oh, okay. We open Elliot. Here we go. We open the show on. Yeah. Great scene. Indeed, yes, indeed. I'd say that one's iconic. Well, there's a lot of iconic, but I'd say the other really big one is um, the. So you agree? You think you're really pretty? Mm-hmm. That scene. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and I just, guess for a long time. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say for a long time. I guess girls would do that Regina George monologue for auditions, and like so no. much so, the casting directors would be like, "Stop no. with Regina George." <laughs> and there's just something about Rachel's delivery that they said on the commentary when Mark was giving directions to her. I want you to do. Alec Baldwin and Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> that like that's like that's how I want you to deliver this character. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get it. I like it. Yeah. I like that. What a fun direction to give. Yeah, Regina George as a as a character as a person. It's like this bitch. This well, is like some next. I can level also, but she's, she there's 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 but there's there are layers. You can see the layers, which is what makes it. Uh, more real. I feel like if you're just mean. Well, and it's one of yeah. those things that it helps that Rachel went to acting school prior to this. That she did have a lot of theater experience going into it that you kind of to need this whole that character. background as an actor to probably really do this character successfully. Yeah. Because there's moments when she's sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they, didn't they have a hard time finding their Regina George? Well, they said that Amanda was very close to getting Regina George. Right, yeah. That she was like the second Regina George, and that's why they opted to, to put her as Karen. That is interesting. She would have been an interesting Regina George. In The Mean Girls 2, has anyone seen that? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not seeing that garbage. Trash. <laughs> oh, no. Made for like ABC Family or something? Uh, yeah. No, I ma'am. I mean, is this on par with... Uh, American Psycho 2. American Psycho 2. And yes, this one. has been three episodes in a row that we have mentioned American Psycho 2 All-American yeah, Girl. It's going to be our new yep. you know, Why? touchstone. But um, didn't they, wasn't there also some like shitty Legally Blonde? Like, legally Blondes? Three, yeah, Blondes is a plural. Yes, yeah, so they're like Elle Woods cousins, but they're British. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. they were on the Disney Channel. Oh, girls boy. Twins. I mean, oh, boy. it's one of those they things. They actually were in the Disney Channel on a TV show that had a girl... 
who was the mean girl in Mean Girls 2. <laughs> oh, look at that. Full circle moment. Full circle moment. Huh. I was reading today that Tina Fey said at the time we didn't want to start conversation about the sequel. And for whatever reason, I was like, no, we shouldn't do that. But now I look back and I was like, why? But now, money. no, it's too late now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Unless you do like something about like the kids of the girls, or but they're too, they're too young. They, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they would have had to knock that shit out like two years after, and it's just one of those things that probably the girls' schedule, especially Rachel, it's just like you couldn't have gotten in there. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, all of them are blowing up. Minus, minus Lacey Chabert. I mean, aside from horror movies, do can you get a sequel out of a high school movie? Am I crazy? Yeah, why not? What's what high school movies have had? What sequels? high school movies have had sequels? They're in high school. Now we're in college. Boring. <laughs> oh, interesting. I guess I, I mean to the American Pie movies. Yeah, that's American like a Pine. whole. That's yeah. a whole genre of shitty sequels. True. Okay, we were talking about like good ones though, right? Oh no, I guess just ones that could happen. Well, I mean, yeah. this one did successful. get one. But there's none of the original characters. Yeah that that movie's not that's not a real that movie, movie doesn't exist. That's not a real movie. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. So uh, no, not none of us. Wait, have you actually seen it? Have you seen it? I, I did watch it once <laughs> when I was hungover. Okay, all right, all right. Oh no, it was absolute. No, it's bad. It's, bad. <laughs> it's like a reverse Mean Girls, though. Uh, I hate I to pit know. the movie Clueless and Mean Girls with each other because I just feel they're different animals. That they're very different movies. Com- yeah. They're completely different. I think. But, I think it's easy, like because of the, the high school, the, yes. the popular type thing. The, yeah, the setting. And yeah. I do, and I do kind of accept that for younger people, this is their clueless. That yeah. when I saw Clueless when I was young, I, mean, I flipped for it. Yeah, so I have to say that I'm in that generation. Uh, I did not flip for Clueless, but I flipped for Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate Clueless, mm-hmm. um, but I think I just missed the mark. I think Pete and I kind of land ourselves that we're a little closer to Clueless. Right. Right, because so, also the Heathers is around that time, right? Heathers is way earlier. Oh, Heathers is it? was eighty eight. Oh, you're right. Clueless yeah, ninety five. Well, no, no, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So let me tell you why you're wrong. I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an episode in five parts. Um, no, there. I think it's 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 apples, and she spelled. She asked me how to spell orange. Yes, <laughs> I th- I feel like you know, Clueless is is uh, playing football, and Mean Girls is playing checkers. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I love to play a good game of checkers. Uh, I relate more to checkers, anyways. Um, no, it's it, they're they're different animals. It's it's just it's easy to say like oh, which one I like better. But I mean, yeah, they're they're to- their tone is so mm-hmm. different. It's everything you know. You're working yeah. with different material that yeah. Amy Heckerling was kind of going off of Jane Austen and Emma, right. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah. And, um, not gonna... Alicia never comes off as a mean girl and clueless. It's no. just the opposite. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so really you shouldn't be comparing the two. Yeah. Agreed. Folks. Agreed. Let's, yeah. let's, let's get out of that mindset. We're not going to compare those two. <laughs> We're not going to. Like Kamala Harris says, it's a false choice. It's a false, false choice. choice. Absolutely. I like that. You can like both. We're not going to, we're not going to pit women against each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the cast of the hours. You can be fans of all of them. Yeah. We're not you don't need pit, to rank them. Okay. We're not going to pit male directed <laughs> stories about women against each other. Uh, Clueless was directed by a woman. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, Amy Eckerling, 
God love her. She liked one of her posts on Instagram. Yeah. She commented. <laughs> to, she, she commented on that. She did indeed. Made my year. It did. We love you, Amy Heckerling. Um, all right. Well, back to Mean Girls. We won't, we won't stray too far into, into Clueless. So territory. I'm kind of an awards nut. And especially mm-hmm. at the time, I was just getting into the Oscars. But really seriously. And this movie got nominated for a WGA award, which is the Writers, Writers Guild. Guild Award. Okay. That love it. The category, it was the Oscar category that year, but Mean Girls got the WGA. So I do kind of wonder how far down in the voting mm-hmm. was it from getting an Oscar nomination for Tina Fey? We've also opened up, I think, the idea of what an Oscar movie can be right. in recent yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, and so if this had been done at a later time, it could have absolutely been. Bridesmaids made it in. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's harder for a uh, comedy to get into to the Academy Awards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when that does happen, that's really exciting. And it it it, it tracks that she got the WGA award because well, she just won. sort of. Yeah, she won it, right? Uh, no, Sideways won it. Oh, Sideways won because it. it was best adapted screenplay, and I, I think that Alexander, I think that Alexander Payne won it. But I think that just that sort sense. of Tina at the time just had that, um, just that cred. With yeah. writers that yeah. she made it in. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But still a feat for a... Yeah, uh, of course. A, for like not a, only a comedy, but a teen comedy. For a teen movie, yeah. Yeah. About girls, a girl movie. Mm-hmm. Right? I yep. mean, that's kind of like also a big... Finding movie. Neverland took its Oscar spot. That's some bullshit right there. <laughs> Peter Pan. <laughs> Ask me which one I'd, I'd want to rewatch. I'll rewatch Bean Girls. Yeah. Come on. Finding Neverland has its place. On stage. It's no Mean Girls, though. There you go. Oh, I forgot that. That's another movie that was made into a musical. Oh, Wait, wow. Finding Neverland? Yeah. They went there on Project Runway. Project Finding Runway. Neverland started yep. out as a play. <laughs> yeah. Didn't it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it started out as a play. Mm. Yeah. Hence the adapted screenplay category. Um, was, yeah. But yeah, they also adapted it into a Broadway musical. Interesting. Because there was an episode of Project Runway where they went to it. Oh, I think they just did the play. I think that was just the play. Oh, okay. I think it was the musical. I don't know. I saw that episode. You want to fight about it? <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. I uh, well, at any rate, Finding Neverland, Snooze Fest. Is that what we're mean saying? Mean Girls did get critical recognition for a teen yeah. movie at the time, which really was a big did. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'd imagine that it was probably very close to those globe categories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Globe are a bit more... Well, we were talking about how they've been in trouble recently. <laughs> but they have... Uh, they, they have, have musical, the, musical they have comedy. comedy you could have easily yeah, seen... nothing that's nominated for a musical or comedy is ever a musical or a comedy. But you could... It feels have... like they use these categories just to nominate more and more dramas always. Well, you could have easily seen Lindsay making her way into Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy. Emma Stone did. That's true. She was also pissed when she lost. <laughs> Are you telling me Jamie Lee Curtis's win for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy for the hilarious, uh, not Total Recall, what is the name of the movie? True Lies. True Lies. And that's what's fun about the Globes. (laughs) For as much bullshit as the Golden Globes are, like, there's a place for them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I love how, like, things are nominated for limited series and then they go on to have season two. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just for the category instead of, like, the actual... Thanks, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he messed that up for everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Special event, limited series, get out of here. 
The, I miss a good old miniseries. I was a just going to say. You love a good, like, uh, <laughs> Thornbirds. Yes. Tenth Kingdom was the one that I used to watch. Ooh, Tenth Kingdom. We had, my sister had that on VHS. During, yeah, uh, six hours. During the pandemic last year, we watched all of Merlin. And oh, it was a, my, with a, uh, a and it was Rosalini. a and it was yes, a indeed. fucking delight. I oh would watch God. it again. I remember when when Lancelot's wife sees them having sex in the candle. That like creeped <laughs> me out as a kid. <laughs> the candle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also like Queen Mab, uh, Miranda Richardson. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Lady of the Lake who talks so slow, which was also Miranda Richardson. It was. Yeah, yes. I didn't realize that. I was like, mm-hmm. oh. characters. We could maybe do the Merlin miniseries on the show there's some faggotry in that movie yeah. is there there's also some <laughs> well not Martin actual there's also some super racist parts of that movie oh, that God. we don't like to talk about oh i forgot oh yeah martin short mm-hmm. <laughs> in particular martin short i know he's with morgan lefay yeah yeah he yeah well helena bottom carter mm-hmm. with her lazy eye and her r's she says her r's differently yes she's she got like modwid modwid that's Maud a very um it's a specific accent, and I can't think of it. This this movie, Mean Girls, has brought us to so many other movies. I mean, and it'll miniseries. take you places. It, it'll it'll take you on a journey. It'll take Who you on a journey. knew? Watch Mean Girls you from guys. that high school. <laughs> is Mean Girls available for streaming anywhere? It is not. It is not. Uh, I had to break out our DVD for this. Uh, yeah, it is not. When we broke out our DVD, Pete and I died at the trailers that oh. were at the front of it, and we had to sit Tyler down and have him watch. <laughs> All of the trailers on the DVD of Mean Girls. Yeah, you know, you had the, you had your regular SpongeBob movies. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, School of Rock. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, came a new DVD interactive game. <laughs> what is, it's what basically a burn book. <laughs> yeah, um, it was- and it's like, I guess you buy it to interact with it. So a video game on DVD. On DVD. Owners, you can do is use a remote Owners control, of the Mean Girl DVDs will know what we're for, talking like, about. Who's going to be prom? Who's it's called prom? Have You Heard Secret Central. It feels like a Mall Madness meets uh, DVD. Very much. Very, very that. Very Mall Madness. Secret Central. Ugh. But it's one of the those things of that this is why we have to keep physical media around because it just sets you shit on there. in a very specific time. Absolutely, because everything says that coming soon to DVD and yeah. video and video. <laughs> but and, just yeah, like, have you thought about the perfect score with Scarlett Johansson and uh, oh, the perfect Chris Evans? Score. Chris Chris Evans. Evans. I Erica haven't thought about that in years. I remember what I actually remember vividly where I watched it. I watched it at my aunt's house when there was more of an adult party going on, and mm. I just wanted to do something with my brother, and so we ended up watching that movie. And I, I mean, was working at the video store when that came out because I remember renting it. If I'm going to watch vintage Chris Evans, I'm watching not another TV. Oh, movie. of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and do the unrated version because he turns around and he has a banana on his butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is exactly why. Yes. I mean, come on. Agreed. That beautiful Chris Evans hair that I just want to put my fingers That's through. Sp- Wait, but in, like, no. Yeah. It's actually it's such it. trash in that. <laughs> I love it, though. I love his eyebrow. He just always yeah, has an eyebrow. They dyed constantly. his hair black because they wanted him to look like Freddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes I sense. I think that's probably the idea. Uh, that makes sense, though. I mean, that's what you're doing. That's you know what's funny is those movies aren't that great, but not another teen movie is is solid in my yeah. opinion. It's the solid of the of the parody movies, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, although Lacey we Chabert do love scary in... movie, she was she anal. was the she was the J Love. Uh, she's yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She was the love stand-in. Yeah, she's got the big bouffant hair. She does a good everything, job. and then she's like, I don't give guys hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I do anal, <laughs> and it's one of those things that I think that they're. 
actually, I think that Love is a, a few years older than her, but she they is. would have had to go up for the same roles. They worked well, they together. They worked together. Five. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because she was the she was the whiny little sister on Party of Five. Lacey was. But kind of probably after that show, they probably were competing for probably. the same roles. Yeah. Once she got to a certain age. Mm-hmm. Once Lacey, yeah, once Lacey kind of grew up a bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She and she worked with her so well. She that's, mm-hmm. that's like family to her. So she's yeah. like, I can I can play this role. I can do yeah. a parody of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Get out of here. <laughs> so everybody, <sighs> also go watch Not Another Teen Movie. I mean, it's raunchy. It's raunchy. We could we could circle back on it on this. Show. Well, you know what we're probably going to do for Not Another Teen Movie is do it for a commentary. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's some there's some really good there's some really good shots of of Chris Evans in. Uh, semi-nude state you don't get any of that in mean girls which it doesn't need mm-hmm. but you get the guy in his underwear oh i guess you do Shane that's Allen. all i need <laughs> yeah you see a, you see a guy in his briefs yeah and their briefs yep. they're not boxers mm-hmm. so. are they i thought they were no they're bri- they're gray and they're, and I they're briefs. gray i yeah. think he's heading i think he's headed i think he's heading to the projection room i love that above, yeah. <laughs> above the, the auditorium. auditorium it's such a hard line to say and that's what's funny that's about what's it. funny about it that's tina fey the projection room above the auditorium yeah god say say that they Too said good. that they wrote that into the movie because they really liked the projection room of the location that they were I shooting it's funny i also think, I think that is cool to have a projection room above the auditorium yeah. i also think the idea of having her purse stolen yeah in by in a school. by a masked man, it's so good. It's so f- and just the fact that Aaron Samuels is like, oh shit, your purse. And what I'll was the conversation between Damien and Aaron once they were at the projection room? Well, no, I think Damien just goes train pack, train pack. But but it's like but car, but like but I like that it cuts right before they're just like they're just like oh shit, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think at that point they're both just stunned, so yeah. they're just like, "All right, forget what just happened." Comedy gold, yeah, great, great stuff, great stuff. Yeah, this the yeah, like I said, this, the comedy is just a little, it's a little elevated than mm-hmm. than just of your standard yeah. teen fare, and that kind of stuff is things that you wouldn't see just in like you know a, le- a lesser movie, if you will. And also, just sort of, I talk about this on a lot on the show mm-hmm. that these types of movies now are really hard to find is yeah. an original teen movie made by a major studio well that's it's true. like yeah. you see like the kissing booth on netflix well he tried yeah. to do vampire academy which was kind of like a team yeah. but just like movie studios don't like to shell out the money for stuff like this anymore you're, right. you're very you're it very all right goes right. right to streaming but that's not necessarily saying that's uh, i mean I, I think sometimes streaming is more successful because the kids yeah, are kids, watching the streaming kids now went crazy for for you know the one you just said, the, the kissing, kissing booth. booth. Yeah, there's and, like three of them now. Yeah, and Joey King though, and she's she's in. I mean, I I didn't realize her extensive film career. Oh, she's been. I mean, she was like, like a child actor. Yeah. We just watched. Uh, I just watched the the Conjuring. Love it. She was in the Conjuring. First Conjuring White House yeah. Down. Yeah. Stonewall, but we don't like to talk about that. She was in Fargo season one. Yeah. But there's also, you know, to all the boys I've loved. Like, there's a, there's a whole like and those sub-genre. are and those are working off of YA novels too. Oh, right, that's true. They are Which Queen Bees and one of these. Actually, yeah. I mean, I yeah. did say like original teen movies, but yeah, I mean, this is based on a book, but it's a mm-hmm. self help book though. Right. So the narrative wasn't quite there. Yeah. I wonder how Tina Fey was like. You know what? This I'm going to dev this. 
Yeah, yes. so interesting. And mm-hmm. like I mentioned before, like it's such a gr- it's such a interesting choice that this is what she did after she left S- SNL. Like I almost would have thought that she would have done Baby Mama as her as her I like first like something off with of Baby SNL. Mama where it took a lot later for them to film it than they actually wanted to. Oh, sure. Okay, okay. We also I loved uh Sisters is called Sisters. I love sisters. love sisters. It's really good. What? With Super underrated. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. It's oh, good. you need to watch it's it. It's funny. Cute. Because it came up against a Marvel film, didn't it? Like It, it was like... came out the same day as Force Awakens. Oh, that's what it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But still, I think, made decent money. Yeah. Counter-programming. Right? Yeah. And then, I mean, then, of course, obviously, 30 Rock. Yeah. Was hugely successful. Yeah. She won all the Emmys in the world for that. Yeah. Pete and I don't mind Wine Country. Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of a fun movie, but I know that it's I not really it was, like liked. very overacted. Right, but I mean, I th- I think that that's that material, though. Yeah. You know, uh, also when you go back to Thirty Rock, it's like it's this kind of like heightened comedy. Like Thirty Rock, Thirty Rock's pace is so fast. It's live action Simpsons. Yeah. It's like a cartoon it's show. It's that crazy, you know, yeah. um, with like flashbacks and flash forwards and flash sideways and all that stuff. So the pace of it and everything, Wine Country isn't as fast paced. Well, not by a long shot, but it is, you're right. Overacted is a fair kind of, <laughs> kind of, a fair critique. Kind yeah. of along the lines of spring breakdown. I mean, Tina Fey didn't have anything to do with that movie, but that stars Amy Poehler Amy, yeah. and Rachel Dratch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Is that the one where their heads are in the sand? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I didn't see that. They're going to Florida for spring break. Yeah. I think it's a cute movie. It is. It's super cute. Rachel Dratch. I'll watch anything with Rachel. We love Rachel. True, but then like, but then I feel like it got like really bad for the SNL ladies when it went to like Desperados. Desperados. Yeah, with like Nassim. Um, Nassim Pedrad? I'm not familiar with I'm not this. familiar with this. Yeah. It's Netflix and you should I love it. Nassim oh, okay. too. Yeah, she's great. Her Kim Kardashian is funny. There's a scene that I think is just truly like, I, that's what they're like going for. I was like, no, I'm out. Uh, like she gets slapped in the face with a dolphin's dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm laughing. Um, <laughs> you I haven't mean, seen it. <laughs> no. I, I've been an Amy Poehler fan from way back. Big I fan. mean, if you're not familiar with Wet Hot American Summer, she's great. The Wet original Met Wet Hot American Summer from 2001. Mm-hmm. Like, she's great. find it today. This is like cl- classic vintage Amy Poehler. She's so good in it. And it's like, she didn't really have a hand in like writing or producing this movie, but her character is so all over it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the more memorable characters in this movie. We did a uh, terrible job in recapping this movie, but that's okay. It's kind of like our <laughs> Clueless episode. It was just kind of a conversation about the movie. I feel like this is... Was, was the Clueless one well-received? It's one of my personal favorite know, people episodes. Don't, people don't give us any feedback. Oh, so then this is show. your second one. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they're all my favorite. They're all my they're all my children. But the thing yeah, they're all our children. Oh my god, 104 children. Yes. But the thing about Mean Girls is that it, it it has reached this iconic status that it's just like really if we were to just recap this movie, it'd be like, and then there was that scene. You and see, we would just be like you've seen the movie y'all. It, you know? We, right. It's it's, it's finding also like our personal connection to it and what we yeah, saw in it and exactly. the different films that, that was referenced yeah. and the different things that different people have done since it, you know, and then like you know, just relating it all back to it. I if also, we if we recapped yeah. it, it would have devolved into the three of us reciting and yeah, acting the out the entire movie. movie. And fighting over like who gets to be <laughs> yeah. what character. Yeah. 
We'd have to like switch like a third way yeah. through. Like everyone gets a turn For being this Regina. Scene, yeah. yeah. I also last night when we revisited this movie because it's actually been a while since I've just sat down and watched Mean Girls from mm-hmm. beginning to end. Yes, and it's one of those things that. This whole movie is so quoted in popular culture yes. that I had to put myself in the mindset of I've never seen this movie and just I'm just going it. to, Were you able to try it. I'm going to try to watch this movie fresh. Yeah. Were you able to do you feel? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean <laughs> here and there Hardly just because yeah. it's so ingrained and just like yeah. it's been a hot minute since internet I've seen culture it. and just but it comes yeah. right back. But oh, it comes yes. right back. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was reminded that this is a really fucking funny movie. Yeah. yeah. Great script. But you know just kind great of great script. Building off what Scott said, you know, right now we are, especially with lockdown and pandemic and 2020 and all that, where we're just kind of like sitting in our apartment and like our television is like our best friend, right? But we're so in this culture of just like we have our iPhone and our iPads and like all this stuff going on. For this podcast, when we we rewatch these movies and we like pay attention to them. And that's something that like you kind of have to do because we're recapping and all that stuff. So, um you have to be in this different mindset and so many people don't really do that anymore well that's what's so interesting about theater versus home because yeah. like at, in yep. a theater you're you forced. forced you're roped in yeah. one and like and one all place. Of these things are wanting to be watched in their yeah. entirety uh you know don't miss the fact that this person handed this thing or this person yep. said this thing in the beginning or like you know so to actually watch it and give it your full attention is like saying something because i feel yeah. like so many things are just thrown on and then not paying attention to yes. it would be fun to see a movie like mean girls in a movie theater now oh i would love that oh that'd be really mm-hmm. fun like yeah. They did it at the uh, the cemetery. That would be a really yes. good Yes. Yeah. I'm sure that they have done this at the I'm cemetery. sure they have, probably. too. Yeah, they yep. probably have. But, I mean, it just it just becomes a thing. Every every season of RuPaul's Drag Race, when we get to the final four, they recreate the poster with, yeah. you know, with some Photoshop. I mean, wasn't it like Tina Burner that was trying to run with, we're the mean girls of the season. Branding even yourself a mean girl. I don't think that the yeah. other two really like... They weren't that mean. I'm sorry. Weren't were that people, mean? Well, yeah. Were they fan? Were anyone fans of Tina Burner? <laughs> I mean, I know that. Is a, is I know that generous. Tina Burner has a great <laughs> reputation in New York. But so, any New York listeners, yeah. we are sorry. Yeah, she did. No, she actually. Yeah, she has a great. She reputation has a great in reputation in New York. Did it quite land on the season? Probably not. But I guess that's what all stars. She's for. Uh, Tina yeah. Burner is one of the girls that is great at being a drag queen. Not great at being. A contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. Exactly. And it, you don't have to be both. I almost thought you were going to say person. She is terrible <laughs> at being a person. No, She's an awful human being. And we need her. No, 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 no. But some people are great at drag, not great at drag race. And some people are the opposite. Some people are great at drag race and you see him and you're like, well, I don't, I don't know what all that fuss was about. Didn't but, know um, that you'd get some drag race on Mean Girls, did you? I mean, hey, it all... I mean, our last episode of I Know What You Did last summer was pretty much... A drag race reference every like fifteen minutes. So <laughs> all roads lead back to drag race. We're the mean and Jennifer Love. <laughs> we live in West Hollywood. <laughs> that was part of the stand. It was the stand up challenge. Yeah, it was cor- uh, corny act. Was that a funny song? Uh, it didn't the land. Jury still. It didn't out. land on on the show. <laughs> on comedy, I mean, yeah. we're still singing it. Yeah, hey, iconic. So. Yeah. I guess you're right about that. I love Courtney Act. Yes. But um, unfortunately, this movie is not on streaming. You got to dig up a copy, but we can rent it for a couple bucks. Or yeah, on, also, on Apple TV and I think on Amazon. Or Prime. also just yep. open up your Instagram feed and chances are you'll see a Mean Girls meme. <laughs> yeah. Just that is funny. I did see a girl just posted it. on her story the other day doing the Jingle Ball Rock dance. See? 
It's a it thing. was a girl, though. It wasn't a guy in his boxers. Well, get in, loser. We're going fill in the blank. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, boo, you whore. <laughs> you whore. I love that. <laughs> I mean, I can't the, go out. I'm sick. The, I still, I still do that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, iconic is just like the easiest way to say it. Yeah, this movie's iconic. So good. It's iconic. So good. Yeah. Strongly recommend you just, I mean, I, I, I feel like everyone that's listening to this has already seen it. Yeah. So it's like strongly, not even go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Advise you to watch go educate yourself if you have not seen it in a while. Yeah. Or ever. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it in a while, just watch it again. Just rent it. Just You will not be sorry that you spent uh, what you could have bought a latte. I mean, criterion this shit. Dude, seriously. Mm-hmm. We're champions of physical media, so buy the fucking Criterion <laughs> if they come out with We one. just got the Fast Times Criterion, so it could fit right in. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, I mean, this was great. Thank you so much, Tyler. It was yes. good to it was good to keep you, it was good to keep up with you. Yeah, yeah. thank it you. Was, it was good to catch up with you. Yes, yeah, indeed. thank you so much for for having me on, uh, especially with such a great film. Like this is <laughs> it's so good, and it's such a part of my childhood as well, or I mean, my teen years. Yeah. So um, it was really fun to to talk about and see how it related to you guys as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody everybody can relate. And come together over Mean Girls, right? Yeah, of <laughs> what a beautiful message. <laughs> it's bringing families together year after year. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We would love to have you on again sometime for uh, another uh, just as iconic movie, maybe from 2004. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> what What else would we do from 2004? Oh, oh man. Would, would you want to come back for... Uh, a Cinderella story? <laughs> oh my god. Did we that come out in 2004? It did. It came out summer of 2004. Uh, stop. Jesus. I mean, Hillary's my, my, my number two. She's uh, right next we to We haven't Mandy. done a Hillary Duff movie. Oh my god. What I feel bad for Hillary because she was kind of iced out of that Lizzie McGuire reboot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I'm also glad that she stuck to her guns because she's like, I want Lizzie to have been an adult and you're not True. allowing her to be an yeah. adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good on oh, her. Oh man. All right, well, maybe, maybe we'll be back for a... <laughs> Another Cinderella story. Who we'll knows? get we'll get Hillary on the show. Oh, I wish. Man, Dead. Yeah, get out of here. Or she's too uh, busy doing How I Met Your Father. True. true oh, true. that's right. She, is she going to be the the lead? The lead. Yeah. Okay. Are they going to stunt cast it for like narration? I don't know. Actually, Do you know who did the narration for the Bob um, Saget? Right. Well, they did a How I Met Your Father pilot, and oh. it never got passed with um uh. Who directed Lady Bird? Jeez. Greta, Gerwig. Greta Gerwig was the lead, and it was narrated by Meg Ryan. Interesting. So she just did the pilot, thinking that they would bring her back for the show. And she no, was supposed to be the Bob. Whole new pilot, she was supposed to be thing. like the Bob Saget like narration of it. Interesting. Yep. Watches it's going to be like Haley Duff, <laughs> Hillary's sister. Well, I'm reaching out to Jennifer Coolidge now. Oh, yeah. Speaking so. of another Cinderella story, that's Jennifer Coolidge. That's what I'm saying. She's going to be your co-host on that on that episode. Well, it's settled. Yeah. You're Done. coming back for a Cinderella story next. Great. <laughs> Thanks for coming, man. We will see you next time. Until then. Playing out the top model music. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yay, Mean Girls. Yay. Thanks, Tyler, again. That was a really fun episode. 
It was. But uh, that's another one in the can. So it is that time Are you talking week. about Patreon shout-outs? It is! It's time for Patreon shout-outs! <laughs> All right, you guys. We would love to say hello to some brand new patrons that we haven't said hi wow, to yet. we got some yet. new ones. Yes, indeed. We'd like to say hi to Amy, Layton, Shelby, and Merle. Yay! Yay! You guys are all brand new patrons. Thank you so much. Also, Jacob. I think we might have said hi to Jacob already, but we're going to say hi again. And also to our tried and true patrons, Michael, Charlie, Heather, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Josh, Emil Melly, Aaron, Melinda and Jim, Jessica, John, Nick and Shannon, Christine, and Rufino. Thank you for Oh my goodness, you guys. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being part of our Patreon. And if you, lovely listeners, would like to check out patreon.com slash movies that made us gay, you're going to see a ton of Watch With Us commentary tracks. I know what you did last summer. It just came out last week. I still know what you did last summer, I mean. Yes, indeed. That just dropped last week. These are alternate commentary tracks that Scott and myself have recorded for you, our patrons, to watch along with us. So you hit play on the track. You can sync it up with the movie. And it's like you're watching it with us, giving our sparkling, lovely conversation. You also get our monthly newsletter. Yes, indeed. Get a monthly newsletter, and you could even get uh, some handwritten postcards Mm -hmm. from us. So, yeah, so there's tons of stuff, additional content over on the Patreon, plus lots of pictures and articles and fun little things that we're writing, blog posts, things like that. So check it out when you get a chance. We'd also love it if you'd rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, please. Yes, indeed. Give us five stars. Write us a great review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love it. We'll read it on the air. Helps us get visible. Yes, indeed. It helps podcast spread out there somehow we've been cracking the top 50 for film and television reviews i want to get higher yes indeed yes indeed we've uh we've been showing up on there so that's pretty fun that's all thanks to you listeners thank you guys so much uh if you would head over to instagram and facebook we are at movies that made us gay and twitter at mtmug pod yes indeed and i am pete and i am on twitter and Instagram at Peter Lasagna. I'm Oscar Scott on Twitter, Scott Youngballer on Instagram, and just Scott Youngbauer on Letterboxd. Yes, indeed. So go over and check all that fun stuff out for us. But until next time, we bid you adieu. Bye, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye.